Hello and welcome to Life Pour Me a Double. Here we talk about all things life. Whether it be the stresses or the joys, we're here to talk about all. I'm Lewis Ralphs, aka It's Lewis Ralphs. And I'm Gareth Degden, aka Too Baldy for Cosplay. You can find all our socials below. Today we have our first guest. Um, a little fun story about this one. This is our, actually our second recording. Um, just, just to give it a shout out. Cheers, Gareth. Um, but no, uh, it's lovely to have him back on for the uh, to, to re-record. Um, it's none other than a gentleman who is comes across on TikTok as a fantastic father figure, a great family man, um, runs around his house in his boxes. It's none other than Redhead Residence, aka Joel. Hello, how are you, how are you both? You good? How are you, how are you my man? You good to see you again. <laughs> It's good to see you again. I didn't think it'd be so quick, but we're back. Yeah, we're no, back I together. I know when we when we recorded the first time and said we would love to have you back. I did not think it would happen at the end of the week. No, the 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 only thing the only thing that I'm disappointed about in this Gareth is the fact that I can't see a camera this time. And last time round, I spotted that you look exactly like a cheering. So. The funny thing is, so the. We've recorded with uh, another guest um, who Lewis kindly pointed that out to, and it was quite funny because yeah. she's she's a go like she's from Galway, so we we made a uh, we were sort of came to the realization it was two two Ed Sheerns and a Galway girl. Mm, yeah, exactly, exactly. It's like the Guys, perfect setting. If you if you don't believe it, I, I didn't see it be first, like absolutely oblivious to it. And then literally at the end of recording last time, Joel picked it up um, and I obviously had to do a bit of a uh, Photoshop and things like that, which we will put in the video at some point. We'll have to do a little crop and stuff so you will see I'll, it. I'll add it in post. Don't worry. I, th- I, I think it should be this part. Should we not just like sh- flash it now? Like when you, yeah, when yes. you edit it. Sl- little flash. It in there now. Right, so uh, Joel, why don't you tell us a wee bit about yourself? Yeah, so I'm uh, basically got a family-orientated TikTok account, um, and I post a lot of stuff about my daughters. One of them's over here. Are you coming to tell her? Yeah, I've got two. So we've got two daughters and uh, their mum. Tell her. Oh, you saying hello? Oh, hello. <laughs> she's wearing a mum's. She's wearing a mum's, sump, uh, mum's jumper for bed, aren't you? Love that. But um. <laughs> But yeah, we're just a family family account. We share a lot of like just real life stuff. Um, Mummy's not very well, is she? No. So we share a bit about um, a mum's illness and stuff like that. And just, just spread a bit of happy stuff, don't we? Mm. Yeah. And and while, while, while you're in in the camera right now, how was it when you uh, got to pick Greg's? When, when you got to pick your Greg's, how was that? You did really funny. Really funny. <laughs> you, did, you did good, didn't you, though? I wanted to have some type of juice that describes juice. <laughs> 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 uh, Love that. And you got some pizza, didn't you? Yes. Yeah. Do you know what else? What's that? That's Lewis and Gareth who've been sending us pizza. Do you want some? Do you want a bite? Yeah. Go on, take it over there, then you'll go eat go it over there. Say thanks to get Uncle Gareth and uh, un- Uncle Lewis. Go on. <laughs> go and enjoy it. Go and enjoy your pizza. Right, so, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, there you go. You've got a guest appearance. Oh, Special guest. We love it, we love it. 
guest appearance for mm. your most viral video. I love it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She, she's the one who drags me through it all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fantastic. Obviously, talk about family stuff, and like you say, you, you kind of broadcast it across social media, uh, which is very good, obviously, seeing, because from mm. an outside point of view, you wouldn't expect what you've gone through from, from just seeing you as a family man until all you kind of spoke about it. I didn't have a clue. Like, and I followed you yeah. for a little while, and, and like I said, I jumped in live, had a little chat and whatnot, but I was completely oblivious to it until you said. Um, mm. So, like I say, and, it, and it's quite good for people to kind of see what goes on, like, outside mm. of their own family. Like, everyone has their yeah. own things that they go through, and everyone lives a totally different life. But as an app, as a, as a TikTok app and social media in general, it's, it's a mm. platform where people can come together and, and kind of share stories and make funny videos and family content that people kind of get involved in and it's it's really good to see to be fair yeah we 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 usually um so we we started off with the girls were obviously born prematurely um they was both unwell when they was kind of premature babies carrie was well unwell when she was pregnant yeah so that was like a start that was like a story in itself and we knew there was a lot of people who could relate to that um and then taking it further down the line um like carrie's got unwell and the, again there's other people different category of people who can relate to that so we just started like we knew our family had kind of been through quite a lot of different things and it had different stories it's got different parts of the story all over the place which is really like unique and we just started like slowly sharing it in with the intention that people could see that if they are going through it now that it is okay and it is normal and there is other people like struggling with it too and another thing that when you are going through it it isn't necessarily it doesn't have to always be like doom and gloom you can make like positives out of like bad situations so that's the approach we wanted to like take you, um, with you, it all yeah yeah like you, you hit the nail on the head you know what i mean it's it's turning something that yeah you you, you kind of bit of a doom and gloom time but you've turned it into a positive and you've turned it into like people kind of you know what everyone's got their own story mm -hmm. to tell yeah. you know what i mean and you can still have fun you still have a life you still create this kind of family kind of um content and stuff like that and, mm -hmm. and yeah everyone has their bad, bad times and everyone goes through different things but at the end of the day everyone can still come together have a laugh you can still have a positive like um attitude towards life in general even though you're having a few issues on the side um, and yeah i feel like a lot of people who have few issues on the side kind of let it overtake their kind of fun positive side yeah you know I mean? yeah you can't is it, it i can't imagine how it can be easy um to like like a cloud go over you and it, to just take over and feel like there's you can't have fun in any other way but we've had like we go on tiktok we post videos which obviously we've spoken about and our videos range from like about premature babies about carrie's illness this we do like sketches just fun family things we do real life relatable things but we also go live. we go live as well and when we go live some days we go live in morning some days we go live in the night but the amount of people who come in there and whether it's morning or night and say like you was the you helped us get out of bed this morning or this is what i needed after a long day at work and stuff like that is what keeps us just pushing forward with it because 
like we can't believe that it has that effect on people because we're just at home being us. But if it is having that positive effect on people, we just think, well, we can't stop doing it because we have like a. I feel I feel like we've got like sense of responsibility in a way. Like I feel like to the point I feel a bit guilty if I haven't stuck a video on or been laughing a day because I think I hope everyone's coping all right. Yeah. But you know, do you know what I'm saying? But. Um, it's really, it's like a nice responsibility to have. It's changed our life. So it is, and and, and then obviously just going on that. Obviously, I you don't realise, and and when I say this, obviously you'll know what I mean, Joel. And other content creators know, like a lot of us started con- uh, content creating through lockdown, and people have done it previous, before that, years before that, and things like that. But but you get stuck in a little bubble where it's just you and a camera. It's you and a camera, you create your content, or it's you and other people in the front of the camera, you create your contract, a contract, <laughs> content, mm-hmm. but you don't, like, understand or don't realise how much that is affecting other people, the better. And when you, like say, when you get me- messages and people come in and go, you know what, you got me out of bed today, or I've had a bad day, but your videos make me laugh, or I love seeing your videos, like, it's crazy how much you, you don't realise you're affecting other people yeah. outside of your mm-hmm. little bubble. Definitely. And not not only you not only affecting other people. I feel as though um, from personal, uh, like speaking of, about myself, I feel like it's kind of helped me in a way because I've been since I've been a dad and th- and everything else. I've not had a great deal of spare time. So once I was getting the kids in bed, I was tired doing the pots, tired in the house, and then it'd be ten o'clock, and I'd literally go to bed and just do it all over again and it was kind of getting a bit so soul destroying like not having much of a social life uh, and stuff like that and Carrie Carrie was the exact same we was both in the same like predicament um but doing this I'm ha- helping some other people but they're helping me in a way because now I do all the same things I do it on in front of a camera and like respond to comments and it then it feels it sounds a bit sad but it feels like i've had some kind of social like interaction and um and it, it helps me kind of be myself in ways that i probably was like locking away in in a sense or that not that many people was getting to see the real me because um you wouldn't stick that kind of stuff what you stick on tiktok on other social media platforms yeah. Um, so yeah, it it, work, it does work both ways. I don't know if that's just my like um, experience or if that's the same with like everybody. Mm. But yeah, yeah. No, um, I I completely get what you mean about like feeling the Christ. I've got the words there; they're just struggling to come out. <laughs> um, I get what Scottish you... thing. Oh, mate, no, it's uh, been at work since nine o'clock this morning thing. <laughs> um, I I get what you mean about the feeling like a wee bit guilty when you don't post things like all that. Like with me, I've like, I've I, I don't use TikTok anymore. I predominantly just use Twitch, and I mm. haven't streamed in about two weeks, and. Like there, there is with Twitch and all that. It's like TikTok. You do build that wee bit of community and all that, and people that you talk to, and the people that look forward to seeing like your videos and all that. And I have had mess. I've had messages through going, "Oh, why haven't you streamed for this that next thing?" And simply because I've got a lot going on. But 
like that for me that's just working because i'm moving to a new house whereas you've got like you've got a whole family to run and all that so i can imagine just how difficult that's got to be yeah you know it's, no, it's just... so kudos, kudos to you well played <laughs> considering you do get content out <laughs> and you. run your family Mm. It's it's hard because like like you say on on that like you say Gav you haven't streamed for two weeks mm. but guarantee you when you go back on that streaming nine to that ten you're not gonna have the same amount of people there that you, no. you did have or or the same people you hate there that you did have mm. because you've got to be consistent you know yeah. what I mean and and that's the main thing and and like you were saying it, it's very hard to be Joel is literally consistent from the moment he gets up because he he has to go obviously start the kids and. And yeah. go to work and do house stuff and things like that, and then kind of stream on top of that. You know what I mean? For me, I go to work, come back from work, and I've got all that free time to go to the gym and do whatever I want to do. You know what I mean, mm-hmm. so so I have a lot more free time. So oh, for gym. someone like Joel, like a like like a um, a father figure or family figure, or whatever it may be, you know what I mean? It is hard to be consistent on everything yeah. all the time. No, yeah, definitely. definitely. Um, yeah, you are right. I, so sorry, I I just feel. As sometimes I feel like what what you say, Gareth. It's like if you don't stick something out there, I lay in bed on a night, and if I go on my phone and I'm watching someone else on TikTok, I'm thinking I I like could be like doing something on it now, and I'm thinking to myself, is it a people like? jumping off man and finding someone else it's so weird yeah. how it works but yeah. you are just in like you are in a bubble it, it, it's crazy no i know, I so, know. Um, obviously on the note um that we've sorry gav that you were just saying obviously if we go back a little bit about obviously carrying things out and obviously being unwell like if you don't want me asking how did that come around like how did that um she basically what happened was she had um last november she had uh a big kind of we didn't know what it was we, we, we still it turns out we still don't know what it is and she's going into hospital um in september to get to the bottom of all of this basically in november she had um a big attack and she was it was like it was as if she had a, a stroke her full face was drooped down she couldn't use her legs she couldn't talk properly um and since November um, 2021, she's not been able, a uh, speech and a speech hasn't come back properly to the ability she used to talk and her legs haven't come back like properly whatsoever. So now she's uses like, we, if she leaves the house, she, she struggles to leave the house, to be honest. But if she does, she'll use a wheelchair um, to leave the house around the house. Uses like like Zimmer frame, so it was just comp- she didn't have things was like could possibly be linked, and it was like just shut down. No, it was nothing to do with that. She's had a a brain, she's got a brain disorder called F and D. They said, um, Shit. and it was to- so it was totally random, and this was told that she's got- this is like there's no way of curing it. This is just for life now. Um, so she's got a carer and stuff like that, and that's just our life. So we've just had to adapt to it. Um, but not long back, about a month ago, she went to see a, a psychologist um, to retrain a brain, and he basically said there's been a lot of stuff missed within her blood results, and it's not as basic as what they've told you. 
it, it is something that is related to the liver condition that you mentioned at the beginning. So we, by this point, we hadn't like we'd had enough, so we paid to go privately and basically to speak to like this liver specialist to get us somewhere with it because we was like a year down the line. She couldn't, she can't walk and can't talk still, and we have no idea even why. Um, but they've they've given us a few different um, scenarios of what it could be. None of them are particularly good, but some are better than the others. And like I say, she goes in hospital in September um, to just get found out what what it is, what we can do, what medication she can, she needs to be on. Just and that and that's it really. But it's just it was just like a total random one. Just um, yeah, I don't, I don't really know. It's just it's obviously it's shocking and it's not life we kind of had hand out for ourselves but it's this is they had like cards were being dealt kind of thing yeah i'd just like obviously like to say that that is shit the fact that they haven't got to the bottom of it in a year in a, nearly a year mm. is outrageous yeah. but obviously i wish obviously you all the best and obviously hopefully oh, definitely, definitely. on the mend and she's back to a normal self very right. very yeah. Soon. Yeah. Um, yeah. How, how on did... on that story, I want to. I want to. Oh, go on, mate. <laughs> all right. Um, I was just going to ask how. Obviously, like you. So it was November and all that. You've been doing going through this for over a year. Obviously, you've been mm. going through it within some of the lockdown and all that. How did, how did you feel going into hospitals during like the, during the pandemic and all that? Honest... I know for a lot of people it was really scary. Yeah, it was to be to be honest, it's been quite so she had the first attack in November. She went into hospital that day mm. and then she kind of didn't get much support with it. it was kind of just like was kind of just like pushed off. And I honestly had to make like I honestly had to make about thousands of phone calls over this last year to try and get somewhere with yeah. it because we was just getting passed off every single where we went, just no, dead ends all the time. Um, so for months and months, we didn't actually have many hospital visits because it was like you've got a 12-week wait for this, then you get a scan, then you've got another eight-week wait for the results, then you have a meeting about the results, and then you've got to do this. And it's because it's taken so long and been so drawn out, we didn't actually go into hospitals very often when it was locked down. The... The times we have been into hospitals and stuff, um, we've had to like wear masks and stuff, like you still do after, still do now. Um, but it's not been like it. It wasn't really hard to deal with or anything like yeah. that. It was just it was quite relaxed compared to what it would have been like peak lockdown. All right, good to that's good to hear. I know for a lot of people, like going that's into mad. hospitals, it's they but um they did find it really scary just because on like hospitals were practically ground zero for COVID mm. patients, so it was yeah. really terrifying. But no, that's uh, of course. Right, one thing I will say. One thing I will say, like on the subject of COVID, because I'm um we Pat. It, it was like, I remember now, with you saying that kind of rejig my memory, but when the first attack that she actually had, because she does have these, she has seizures like daily now, um, off the back of this, so she has them every single day. But this one attack, when she went into hospital before we knew anything about it, 
be nobody was like bothered about anything other than COVID. I don't remember that. And it was like when you say about terrifying, I remember thinking like everybody seems like terrified and obsessed by it and that nobody was interested in anything but like COVID. It was like yeah. bizarre. But that's how it was at the time. It's just, it's, that, it's, it's just, just it took over, over the world, didn't it? Like Aye. That, yeah. was, that was just because of the way the, the media portrayed it. That's exactly why COVID took as much power away from the world as it did. But we'll get any, mm. we'll get any of that later on. Um, Lewis, you wanted to ask a question? Yeah, so obviously, I want you to go through that story. Obviously, we all know this is our second take on it. Or whatever, you know what I mean? But that, that story is still stuck in my head from... Only the other day, but where he said about you found a baby uh, after a night out. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So I was seventeen. I was seventeen at the time, um, and I'd been on a night out. I was working in a primary school, um, so I remember after, after the full thing, after all this happened, and um, papers got in touch with me and was like, "Can we put you in the news about it?" And I was like, "Yeah, that's fine." But I was like, "I'm 17. You need to make sure it says I'm 18 because um, because I won't get into any of the bars anymore." I'm not going to lie here, Joel. This was a long time ago. I'm a, I'm a responsible dad now. Joel, I ain't going to lie. I am looking at the whole Daily Mail right now on this page. <laughs> And I will tell you now, I have found a photo of you for 2011, and it is glorious. Look at that hairdo. Am I like this? Like this? You'll have to stick a bit. I'm like this lent on a tree. Yeah, it's that exact photo. We, we'll have it. We'll have it where it just like we mentioned, and this just slams in there. Picture of you in the paper, and then yeah, that's fine. Oh. We, I, I was on the way home from this night out, and for, for some reason, the the driver of the taxi didn't take me to. On my actual street, he dropped me off on the main road. I have no idea why, but he did. And um, I saw a pram facing a brick wall on the main road, and I was just like, going to walk by it. Um, and then I saw a baby bag on the pram, so I thought, something like not right here. So I span it round, and I, I honestly expected there to be like a doll in there. Obviously, it was three a.m. It wasn't like it wasn't ten o'clock at night. It was three in the morning. Um, so I expected a doll be there. There was a baby. There was like a shape of a doll there, but I touched the face, and it was like real skin. And I took it's every everyone says this though. Everyone's like you touched the face, and I'm like like. I'd had a lot to drink and I thought I didn't have a clue what was going on and I thought if I feel the cheek and it goes in like your finger does into a cheek then it's it's obviously a baby and I did, I did that and the baby's eyes was looking at me and I was like what is going on um, so I didn't live too far but my friend's mum lived literally four or five doors up so I then took it upon myself to push the pram up the road so I've gone from um, I've gone from finding it to pushing it up the road and then knocking up my mate's mum at three in the morning. Who was she was on the she was on the sofa actually, passed out asleep, so she'd fell asleep with a telly on, which made it a bit easier. Um and then we we just stopped obviously rang emergency services and got um the baby that, everything after that. that. that but yeah, it's a memory that you never No, forget. that's a story that I'll there's barely anybody, anybody like anybody 
who can say that that's ex- they've they've experienced it. Um, there's no, there's not many people who even know people who've experienced yeah. it. It's so so bizarre, and I will like remember that like in every detail for the rest of my life. I think. Um, people mention that to this this day. Like recently, I had a COVID testing center named after me. Um, That's amazing. which was them stuff just seems to like happen to me for some reason but I was up on like my name up like in block capital Joel Red yeah loads of doctors in like full suits and masks and everything around this side and 12 maybe and then and that that was another one but yeah it still gets mentioned in some ways to this day and it's been over 10 years now i'd like to say that that's a story that you never forget and obviously i just what obviously you you you, we've already heard it you shared it with us previously Mm -hmm. and i just obviously wanted everyone to hear it because it's just crazy it's all about the yeah i just started poking the baby to Still, still, like it's been a week since, and I can still just have this image of this baby looking at you, pure drunk, and it's probably like, "Hi, baby." <laughs> but oh yeah, but um, yeah. Oh, uh, right. So <laughs> you'll be. Uh... I, I think after this will be a lot of people digging. Mm. <laughs> um. Right, so I think we'll move on to some questions. Okay, let's do it. Right, so... No, I don't. Obviously, we've spoke... There you go. (laughs) Okay, so, obviously, we have spoken a little bit um, about social media um, and and, kind of what you kind of content you do and things like that but what made you start out like what made you go ah i'm gonna do social media um i've always quite i've always been like in, like i've always been interested in social media i've always had facebook i've always had instagram I've always had snapchat and i remember when i was younger i used to do quite a lot on snapchat and i had quite a lot of um I had quite a lot of people who viewed my stories when I was younger, so totally different to what I do now. Like, I used to go on nights out and kind of do stuff with my mates and do funny stuff on Snapchat, and people would be replying to it and, like, laughing about what we'd done the night before and stuff like that. And it wasn't to the scale that I'm doing it now, but I still kind of got the same buzz of people enjoying stuff that you're doing. Um, And... Carrie, um, my partner, she was on TikTok well before me. And I was one of them people who used to watch it. And I used to slate her and say, I'm never getting that. I was never interested in it. And then I'd catch myself watching it over her shoulder. And then I'd be like asking questions. And then she started posting for a business page. And I think she asked me to be in one at some point, And I did one with her. And then there was like um, 
I can't think of the sound and it's going to real, really bug me. But there was a sound, like a trend on TikTok, and I loved I loved it. I couldn't stop watching it. And I did it on air phone and posted it on air account. And then after that, I just thought, you know what? I've got loads and loads of videos on my phone that I've never even shared with anyone. I had videos of like me proposing to Carrie, loads of stuff about the kids being in hospital, I had so much good material that I could put to work. And in the end, it was just one night. I was bored on the sofa. I had set up a TikTok account, posted a video of Indy when she was a baby. I had her on my shoulders and she was sick. I had a bald head on at the time. I'd shaved my head. And she was sick on my head. And it all ran down in my face. And Yeah. And I shared shared it. And I think my first video, when I, I had about... 10 followers, got 40,000 views, and I got that same buzz that I used to get. And I just thought, and since that day, every day, give or take, I've posted or been live, and I've just, like, hammered it and loved, like, every minute of it, and that's how I've got to the TikTok side of it. I have always kind of felt like I have got something to give, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Like, that's... That's that's a great way to get involved. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, there's a lot of people that did because they were bored at home during during uh, lockdown, things like that are, and it's and but like nine times out of ten, it's always that person that's going, "Go on, just jump in this video," or "Oh, go mm. on, just do it, just do a video." Like, or or starts off with, "Go on, just watch it, watch it," and you're like, "Ah, oh, I'll do ten minutes," and then you're scrolling through, and you think, "Yeah, yeah, right, okay, I've had enough now." Two hours later, you're like. Ah, Getting lost so much in that scroll, and that's how I started. I literally was just scrolling through this new app, lockdown, scrolling through. Yeah, oh, that's a good video. Oh, quite like that. That's funny, blah blah. And then, like in the space of thinking it was ten minutes, it was like two hours long. And I'm like, what is going on? Like two hours just on that app. You get lost mm. in it so much. Yeah, you do definitely. I, and another thing I loved about TikTok is the fact it creates like your own page. Do you know? So, like it, it picks up what kind of material or what kind of categories you're watching and then puts your For You page together like it says in its name For You page. But I just thought that was so cool because I used to like, I used to lay in bed on a night once I'd finally got it and I was the same as you. Like I'm obsessed with sport. I'm obsessed with mainly sport. <laughs> but it was just, <laughs> I'm just obsessed with it. And like anything to do with sport, whether it's like highlights, whether it's like interviews with sports people, like I'm obsessed and I just love that I could get in and scroll, flick through and there'd just be one about golf, one about boxing, one about football. And I liked that side to it as well. Like I don't do as much as that now, which I wish I kind of had time for because I used to enjoy it. But I'd now I don't really do a great deal of scrolling because every spare minute I've got, I'm thinking of ideas or putting them like to life. So yeah, no, definitely, definitely. We've, we've discussed a wee bit there about what you got. Well, not not a wee bit, but we've discussed there about what uh, made you start out and all that. What do mm. you feel people actually enjoy about your content? Um, I say. A lot, a lot of people, because I'm quite, I'm quite a hands-on, I'm quite like a hands-on dad, um, and I, I assumed that like everybody was just the same. Like this is just because I don't do anything out the ordinary. I just literally get up and get my kids ready and 
do like do the skull run and do you know what I mean? Do the hair and and I just thought that everybody was doing it and then I realised that what, because Carrie was unwell, I started to go going into work later doing the skull run and I used to do it on live and stuff and the amount of like women who was coming in and saying like oh my god I can't believe you do all this and I'm I'm like just thinking it's normal. I feel like a, a vast majority of my followers like seeing that side to it where it's like maybe a man who's a bit hands-on but then I've got other people who love hearing from Carrie and love seeing her on my account and hearing her story and, and can relate to her um, and we do a lot our lives are very different to our videos we do some fun, funny things in our videos but mainly our lives are just let's go live to just mess around go crazy take the mic and just not take life seriously and I think a lot of people enjoy that side to it so it, I, th I feel like I've, our account is so it's got so many different like balls. I, I bet I, I can imagine people to like the fact that they don't know what they're going to get every night, every day, or every night. No, I, I and and that's why more more and more people tune in. You know what I mean? Because they like that uncertainty. They like to go, oh, let's see what Joe's up to tonight. You know what I mean? Mm. If you get people that do the exact same thing every night, they're gonna go, oh, that person's gonna do that again tonight. But like you say. When you're like, because you use it as like a escape a little bit to just not think about life, just to have an absolute laugh, have a blast, you and Carrie, mm. like, and, exactly. and and you just come across like totally different and you do something different. Like, like you say, I clicked on your live and you're marching up and down your living room in your boxes. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like, I forgot all about you. You're lucky that you're lucky. Carrie's gone out the room because I got I started getting told off about that going further down the line. When I when I started going live, I got away with it for for a bit, and then um, I think I told you the story before, but I'll tell it again because it is it is basically just me getting put in my place massively. But I was on the live one night, and I, I do a lot of the lives from my kitchen. I'm in the dining room at the minute, um, and Carrie, I was on live in the kitchen, and Carrie walked through this room that I'm sat in now to come in the kitchen and I like stopped her and I was like I'm on live because she was in her underwear yeah. and she was like oh yeah but you go on um you go on your live in your pants every Saturday morning so why does it matter <laughs> and I was like oh, I was like point 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 proof point proof yeah. get your clothes on Fair enough. <laughs> but, have you done it since yeah. have you went live in your boxers since yeah I think I might have done I think I might have done at some point but um, it was uh, sometimes, sometimes. No, not as often. I was doing it every Saturday morning. It was bringing in a few viewers. To be fair, uh, it, it worked. I, I will put penny a penny. It is all single mothers. <laughs> yeah, maybe. But um, I was on, on. I was like really naive because I, when I say to you that I showed my like we're we're like realists and we show the real side of parenting. We show the real us. I was the same there. It was just because before I used to go on TikTok, if I woke up on a Saturday morning, I'd wake up, I'd put some pants on and I'd come downstairs and roam around. And that's just what I did on here. I didn't really think about loads of people watching and what they could see. It was just like me being me. Like, yeah, that's too, too much. See, that's, that's the thing also now with TikTok is what I'm forever hearing people get... like. 
I'm forever hearing people getting banned for TikTok lives for, for, mm. for like the the most stupidest things and yeah, it's like, very strict now. They're get, yeah, they're getting banned for nudity and things like that when they're no when they're sitting there wearing clothes oh. like things like that. No, no, yeah, it's just people report you, but here's a funny story. So obviously on TikTok now, it, I, I I've got my TikTok account. It's actually my second one. My my first one is still sat there with 133,000. But it got permanently banned on live. So the more I got permanently banned live, I had to start again. Right? Well, did, could you not appeal that? I appealed it, but I kind of get where they're coming from. What did you get so, banned for? <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I, we want the gosh, we want the tea. I'm in, the ki- I'm in my living room with my mum. Uh, my brothers were all having a drink and a catch up, things like that. So I thought, mm-hmm. oh, I'll go live. So we went live, and everyone's getting involved in live. That's that. They're very, like, oh, can we uh, like meet <laughs> meet your family? And I'm like, yeah, sure. So I was like, there's my mom, there's my brother, there's my brother. And I turn around to my brother just below me, age wise, just below me. I turn around, and he's just got his arse out. <laughs> so I just spun round. <laughs> That's just fantastic. Right at the camera. That is amazing. She mooney straight at the camera, and it just literally TikTok just shut my account down there. And then it was like, "You've been permanently banned for nudity." And I was like, "Fair, fair." Well, I do, I do hear, I hear about people getting banned. Like, like I've been kicked off live before for like having. Um, like a drink i was like having a drink like this it was only it was only like soft drink summit um and this was quite recent it was only a few few days ago i think and it got like shut down like suspended for a short while um and another another one is like in my videos like i put a video on a couple of weeks ago Mm. and it was it was carrie in bed with esme there was laid in bed cuddling and you could see Esme's arm. She had a vest on and everything. You could see her arm cuddling her mum. And it it was real cute. So I put a video on about it. Yeah. And it, the video, everybody loved it. It did real well. But I, I got banned for, um, like, I think it was like four days because it was apparently sexual activity with a yeah. minor. So I was like, what? TikTok's like that because it's someone in bed with a child. That's exactly what. Yeah, but but that's I just think I just think that's so extreme that you can't post a video in bed with your own child. Like that's too. That is too much. Yeah, no, definitely. So the thing is, so with the way, so they've not got. It's the way it works. As they've they they run it off a a program. It's a robot program. It's not someone sitting like they've not got a team of like people sitting in this office going through mm. like all these different reports. It's robots monitoring every live, every video, and if they flag, mm. if it flags some sort of like like that, um. it's just because yeah, it's, basically it's the exact same thing Google does like with like with any sort of search it's just it genuinely just flags for the teeniest mm. wee thing like that and goes like i mean there was i so i've i don't use tiktok live often but i when i first started going live with twitch i did just to see just to like like just to sort of broaden horizon of like listen i'm on twitch so i went live with my tiktok as well while i was live on twitch 
uh, just letting everybody know what I'm on live, yada, yada, yada. And I was sitting there, and I just started smoking my vape, and it came up with a warning saying uh, about me smoking my vape on a live. I'm like, hold on a fucking minute yeah. here. <laughs> what? Mm. <laughs> I'm not doing any That's illegal it. activity. <laughs> I'm like, hold on a minute. And it's the same to, like, it's done the same when I've been sitting having a drink, or it's, 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 very, it's a very fine mm. line that these programs run on. And it is, it is, it is like a, it is a pain when stuff happens and it is like really, really petty and you get banned. But on on the flip side of it, credit where credit's due because I have seen lives and like Lewis said, his brother got his brother got his ass out. Um, so straight away on that, they've acted they've acted on it. Mm. I've seen like I saw a woman on it once. This is ages ago, and she was like lifting up a top and. All sorts like that. She got kicked off like within seconds, and I think fair play if people are doing stuff wrong. Aye, it's quite. It is good. It is good if they can act on it like that quick. Aye, it's just it's a shame no, they can't cut out the bits where it's false. No, definitely. Um, there's there's one TikTok live that I am continually seeing, and it is the same live, and it's a recording. And it's this, what is, it's a, it's some, he's a teen, like he's about, I'd say he's about 17. He's got black curly hair and he's trying to build a card tower, like a big house of cards. Mm. And he's, it's, it's ages ago. It's like if you donate a galaxy or something, the card tower will fall. But it's a recording and it's the guy, the guy literally ends up in tears and all that. And it's, oh, I swear to God. I've seen it about seven times just scrolling through my TikTok and oh, it drives me insane because it's not even that. It's the guy, one, he ugly cries like, and he, like, he must be wearing makeup because you can see these fucking lines of tears going down and down his face. His eyes are very red and all that. But it's an ugly cry. It's put on, so the guy's a fucking amazing actor at that. But I'm sitting there like, this, this, I don't want this on my newsfeed. I don't want this coming through. And it is just driving me insane. Do you know what you say that? And like you say, it's it's a recording. Like there's so many people. I'm going back a few months now, where people have just started, just started, or just hit that live mark. Mm. And what they got going, like the name is like the Wayne Johnson or the Rock or something like that. And they've just literally got Dwayne Johnson. Someone's got Cristiano Ronaldo. Someone's got that. And it's just they, what they've done is there. They've kind of like, sh- like video recorded their live when they actually they were like the rock went live and they video recorded it and just got it on repeat. So you sit and watch it, and they've got like ten thousand people in there watching yeah. this live. And it's just a video of the rock talking over and over again. And they're just getting loads of gifts and loads of people following the pages. But yeah, see, you don't really see it no that's, more. That's something that really pisses me off with TikTok. People stealing other people's content, and I'm not talking about people that are. Like just sitting there reacting to it, like and stealing their content that way. I'm talking about people actually taking their videos. I, Lewis, are you okay? <laughs> what happened there? Have <laughs> you seen my content? <laughs> no, no, no. no you... you actually give a decent reaction. I'm talking about people just sitting there, pure blank faced, just getting their, their faces wow. at it, but they're reacting to it. I'm talking about people actually just... This is my content. No, content. I'm, no, no, your content's fine. I'm talking about people just... Yeah, like, either I'll stop walk, going out I, the hole now. Like, 
not like but even at that there's people that just actually steal people's videos not not doing a stitch or a duet actually just stealing their content and using ah, it to their own better. pages and all that I get it. like uh, reactions are one thing people have been doing that since tiktok first came out but there is there's and there's a giant influx now of people actually stealing other people's content joel have you had anybody try to steal like your content or that or um i've had people copy copy like stuff that i've done but then i'm not like like the video i did with the greg's thing yeah um basically to give people like people who haven't seen it i i was in town and i didn't have an idea of a video that i was going to post that day mm. i walked by greg's we was going to get greg's and instead of me going into greg's i sent my daughter in there and said you get what you want and get what you think i want and we'll open it in the car and I'll let's see what you come back with kind of thing. So we did that as a video. Um I, that's, and that's that's a your most viral video, video isn't it? Yeah, yeah, isn't I was I was in town and we thought we'd do something different, so I sent Esme into Greg's and she got what she wanted and what I wanted. So you show us what we've got. Start with the main. What's the main? So for you. For me. Hey then, that's not a bad. That's not bad. That's not the main though. But a packet of crisps to go with it will do me, especially uh, cheese and onion because it's my favourite flavour. So that'll do. Um, I got your sausage roll. Hey, she's doing good. It's not a vegan one, is it? Um, no. Mm. I, got, um, I got you a drink. Um. Could be worse. And I got you some juice. Juice? <laughs> Why? <laughs> you got me a flat orange and a fizzy orange. Uh, a fizzy orange and flat orange. <laughs> Did I get any pudding around? Is there any, a bit of a bit of a sweet treat after my meal? You've done good though so far. Okay. My favorite. I've I've got a, I've got a favorite donut at Greg's. Right. I got you a chocolate donut. Is it the triple chocolate one? Yeah. It is! <laughs> you got me my favourite one? No way, you've done real good! I'm doing to see mine. What did you get? I got my You've actually done really good, I'm proud of you. Oh, I wouldn't have minded that. I wouldn't have minded that. I'll have to have maybe wet my whistle with this. Sparkling raspberry lemonade for Esme. I got some crisps. Same crisps as me, eh? What else we got for you? You. Did you? Yeah, it's my favourite. Hey, it sounds like you've got a good dinner as well. And what was your main? Um, my main is a pizza. What? <laughs> you know pizza's my favourite. <laughs> you got sausage roll. Oh, the sausage roll doesn't seem as good now. What? Oh, you're not going to eat all that. Oh, give us a bite. Okay. Oh, mm. <laughs> well done. Dig good. Have a nice dinner, everyone. Is such like uh, so many people kind of enjoyed it and think it's a good idea. I've had I've had people like tagging me in videos since then, saying, "Look, we did it with our kids and so on," which I won't say is necessarily like stealing content because I I don't know if anyone ever has done anything similar to that before. Uh, it was just a quick thing off the top of my head. 
people, someone might have done something similar to it. It's so be it if they have, but I don't really mind. I don't really mind people doing it and tagging me in it and stuff. I, I think it's quite good. I think it makes it look better because then it's like, who's this kid? And then they check out my original version of it and oh, so on. I don't, I don't mind it too much as long as people know that. As long as it doesn't do better than mine. I do get I mean by that. Um, like, see, to me, I mean, I, me personally, and this is my view of it, right? And I, don't get me wrong, I've not, I've, I've never, you do a lot of, like, as you say, family stuff, real life stuff. Mm. So with that, that is all original ideas and things like oh, that. So I can well, see why. I was just going to say that. Yeah, I can yeah. see why that is a thing for for yourself with, if people, like, take that idea and use it as their own, things like that, without tagging you. Because I've forever seen people going, oh, well, this is my, like, I, I done this video first, people are doing it again. I don't know mm. why I'm not getting tagged and giving credit for this. Whereas, like, I don't know. I've I've always found that a bit weird, just because it's a so for me TikTok is a social media app. People have are forever, forever like copying each other's ideas and doing the same practically the same videos in their own way and all that. And mm. you know, it's the way I've always viewed feel... the way I've always viewed the world is the world's billions and billions and billions of years old as much as we are evolving and developing someone's someone out there's like there's seven billion people in the world someone's had the exact same idea as someone else so i've always considered that a case of think it like a cocktail right you've got mm. a long island iced tea and tgi fridays does a grateful dead exact same ingredients just done a just done a different way so it's yeah it's, 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 it's thrown in a separate way so with with that, I can understand the point of giving credit where credit's due, hundred percent in your own mm. case, definitely. But then I see people doing like the same video in different ways, and then someone complaining that the idea was theirs, why are they not getting credit? And I'm like, hold on a minute, <laughs> they've done it in mm. their own way. They've not used your sound; they've just done it a different way. I, I just think if yours is that, if you you should really be confident enough in yourself, like. Even if somebody did the this Greg's video, if somebody did that at Greg's and didn't tag me in it, I won't say, see it and think, "Oh my god, I'm so annoyed they've not given me credit." Because I've I'm confident in my own page that yeah. like it's unique and it's um it's got its own kind of personality. So I've, I'm I'm confident in my my myself that man's okay anyway, and it doesn't really need it doesn't really need like credit from other people does that make sense no no i can put yeah. it i do and and i feel like tiktok is kind of all about like because i've done so many videos where it's like i've seen a sound and i thought that'd be perfect for this that happens in my life and i kind of like pick things off other people um but uh, but a lot of answer to to the question like does it ever happen to me it doesn't really happen to me because the vast majority of my videos are um like raw material yeah. which is like me filming my daughter in hospital or carry mm. at home or day-to-day things so i don't do a great deal of trends or make my own trends very yeah. often anyway yeah um no, so yeah what so, was you gonna say Louis? sorry I so, put, so obviously talking on that note obviously 
Right, you, you've went and done Greg's, fantastic. Great video, by the way, which is obviously we were speaking about earlier um, <clears throat> during the, the pizza thing at the very start. Mm. Would you not do like a series? So would you not like go to, right, we're going to go Tesco, meal deal, go and get that, go and get yes. the meal deal. What would you do? Like? Yeah, I think, I think I'm going to do one. Um, I'm just trying to think, I'm going to try and do one next week because I've got an idea. I won't drop the idea like because then we're gonna then we're gonna have it where someone nicks it and I'll be a hypocrite and then I'll be like <laughs> it's all my, my idea. Listen, if someone does have, do that, we got you back, don't worry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've got a little We've I've got, got like a little idea which is because after the Greg's one somebody commented in that and said you'll be doing it letting her do the weekly shop next so i replied to that comment and a few days later i literally let in esme going aldi while i walked around with her i said to her you can buy i said this is our weekly shop keep that in your mind we need serious things don't go stupid with toys i said but i'm trusting you on the weekly shop anything you put in i can't say no she went round Aldi and she did the weekly shop and we videoed that and that video it did like reasonably well as well. Um, nothing to the nothing to the lens that that is. And then I've kind of just been dragged off in like different directions and kind of just forgot about it. And it was you, Lewis, who said to me last time, didn't you? Like, would you not maybe try and build on that and come up with a few similar ideas? And mm. I have done that now and I'm going to do one. Maybe, hopefully, next week or next two weeks depends when we can get yeah. there and get it done. Um, like, and then we'll see how that goes, and we'll just take them as they come. Oh, definitely, like, we look how well. To it. How well does my daughter know me, or something like that? Like a little Aye. small series, and it's just going. Yeah, you know, I get different members of get different members of the family to go into Greg's and get your orders, and see what they get. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, um, it's been two year old indie next. Oh no, definitely, definitely. So ob ob obviously, we we've kind of touched base with now. Obviously integrate with that with your most viral video and obviously going on to trying new things which is great to hear you know what i mean and and like i say for me i get the old concept of giving people credit i get that if i'm going to take someone's sound like like you know when you like you post a video and and, and you think ah, actually i probably shouldn't post it so you save it you you, you delete your edit and you put it back up and then obviously oh, the that drafts, sound that you use becomes becomes yours so then it becomes mm. your, it comes underneath your name saying that you've made the sound and obviously not. I get credit in that. Yeah. Sometimes I forget to credit people um, and then I get people Shame on you. Zone. You haven't, you haven't credited, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I get that. But if you click on the sound I'm using, they're the first video. They're down as the original. Mm. Mm. Yeah, you know what I mean? True. So I get where coming from with that. What? Sorry. I said you can't always find the original. I mean, like you can literally go into the sound. It'll say their name in the sound bit, and then you go up to the, to the top, and their videos at the top. So I get sometimes credit, and then for that saying, look, mate, yeah, you use your thing or whatever, or, or CCing them into the the, the the tag or whatever. But sometimes I forget that. There's a lot of time, obviously, I have forgot that. But in back of mind, I'm like, yeah, I forgot that. But at the same time, then you just click on the sound, and their name's gonna be there. You know mm. what I mean? And I always comment okay. on their videos saying great sounds or great this or great that. Well, definitely. I mean, I, th I think for me, the way I looked at it is because, so obviously I, I'm not very active on TikTok. I'm, I'm more Twitch. Whereas with Twitch, 
everyone's playing the same like a game comes out everyone's playing the same games they're watching the same games getting a lot of the same reactions and all that so the way i see it is it's everyone is doing the same thing like life but it's not a case of it's they are doing the same things it's just there's nowhere to give credit the only place you can actually give credit is to the game <laughs> you know mm. so that that's that's the way it, it come it hits me because of my experience with it but i can fully understand with yourself with like posting videos because like it's not like you're doing tiktok lives and someone else is copying your tiktok live it's they're copying your videos you are putting out so i do i can understand that 100 percent Oh. All in all, we've talked about TikTok. We've talked about your most viral video and all that. Why you enjoy, pe- uh, why you enjoy making your content, and why you think other people enjoy making your uh, enjoy your content. But is there anyone, any TikTokers whose content, whose content you actually really enjoy? Like, um, I mean, everyone has a a, a, a person they do look out for on TikTok when it comes. Yeah, to I'm more. I'm more, um, so I'm I'm more interested in like, my, the people who I follow. I, I don't have I don't have anybody. Like I've obviously explained the reason I, I started up and how I started up. Mm. It wasn't really influenced by anybody for else and watching anybody else. And then when I started up, because I have limited time. It, all my time is basically just taken up with creating my own videos and stuff. So when I do have some time to look through stuff, I look through my for you page, yeah, um, and just I get I get like Louis said in a big hole of just looking at stuff that I'm interested in. Um, but another thing, one thing that I do really like to do, um, which is enjoyable, is going through the the people who I follow, and they follow me back. Anyone who is live. I make I make an effort every single day to go through everybody's live streams and just pop in and say hello and just like and and in regards to watching people that is literally all all I really do. Um I don't like have a favorite person but I do I do really enjoy going into people's lives and just saying hello and just yeah. wishing everyone a good day and stuff like that. That's something I do make conscious conscious effort to do mm. every day. But do you do you, Lewis? Like, I know we will probably have people who we're aware of who were doing really good um, and they are enjoyable to watch, but do you have somebody who you're like, I love watching them? Like, I, I'm going to go see what they've been up to today. Or are you the same as me? So I, I, I used to be where, like you say, I used to scroll through, scroll through. I always double-check on people. I always watch them and I always watch that. But more recently, I like... Because I'm trying to fit everything into my day, so like I work eight to ten to twelve hours a day. Yeah. When I'm not there. I've got the gym or I've got football or then I'm trying to make content and then I'm trying to do a bit of my herbal life. Um, and then I'm trying to um, fit in this now. This is something new that we we're kind of getting on the journey with this, as well as trying to do a bit of Twitch streaming. I don't have time because I know finally as soon as I start looking. With that for you page, I'm going to be lost for half an hour now. I'm just going to go bum 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 bum. But people, people that do stand out for me, um, and obviously I am a massive Sideman fan. Massive Sideman fan. Sideman, Sideman I think, is great. 
side men, side man, side men, massive side men fan. It just didn't sound right with what I was trying to say. Side um, man would be singular. Yeah, um, but no, the um, the side men really enjoy their content. It's great, but more on the TikTok side, um, I like find obviously Richie. Um, I I think Richie's done very well for himself. I think Seth Marsh, he's done very well for himself, the, the skits, and obviously Brim World, the Brim. Um, and, and yeah, you know what I mean? You, you've got the old guy that does... I think he's quite funny, but... The old guy that yeah, does like what? Sorry, it. your volume sort of cut out for me there. There was no volume. It was just me demonstrating. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I thought you cut out as well. No, I was literally sitting there like, "Oh God, here we go again." <laughs> you, you was you was um, you was truthful. I was just gonna let it slide and wing it. Yeah, but I'm the, was, I'm the one that's got to deal with the editing of this. <laughs> I was just getting into character. Oh yeah, no, I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, I know exactly who you're talking about. I mean, I think he's the very smart uh, because obviously everyone can relate to it. Because there's no like language barriers, there's no nothing. Everyone watches it and goes, sees and do stuff, and everyone just gets it. Um, so yeah, I think there's a few people out there that I think are doing very well for, well for themselves. But like I say, I don't even scroll through the for you page much no more, so mm. I couldn't tell you who's doing what. Um, I think Cole Anderson. I think Cole Anderson. Some of Cole Anderson's skits and stuff like that are very, very good. But that's it, really. What about you, Gareth? Um, for me, there's, I, like, so my TikTok, uh, I don't really, my For You page is always all over the fucking place, honestly, all over the place. Um, Women. No, not, <laughs> mate, don't make me out to be a perv, like, come on. <laughs> no, um, no, my, Especially my... when we can't, see your, we can't see what's going on on your camera at the minute. Yeah, yeah. but I still need to, I, I reckon if you, you go you through his page me, everyone and check else <laughs> Um, no, if you go so, to his page, check the people he's following, guarantee he's 90% women. No, that's the thing. So it was, I was following over 3,000 people, <laughs> most of them, and that's only happened it's over the that's, that's, that's only happened over the past couple of months. But then it was about two. It was about a week before we done the first recording. I decided I was going to sit and have a look and see who all the fuck I was actually following. Most of them were, most of them were like just fat lassies and i was like oh i oh, i see what she does follow up follow, follow and then i was sitting lying i was looking at my following and i was like oh i really need to get rid of all this like so i went i've now went from three thousand down to 700 people <laughs> like i just got rid of all sorts i just unfollowed all sorts because i was like no because i mainly watch my for you page and my like when it's that when you're following that many people you're not seeing the ones that you really want to see, the people's content that you really enjoy. So, like, for me, uh, we spoke about this the last time, it's I really love a guy called Craig Not Craig. Uh, Craig, Craig Not Craig. Uh, it's his content. Tesco he, with a K. <laughs> yeah, it's, aye, Tesco with a K. I love his content. Um, he does. He's just had a big bout with Tesco because he was wearing their uniform, because he does a lot of retail um content about working in retail and things like that uh, but he also does monster reviews and i'm a big ad like i'm a, as i say i'm a gamer 
I'm a big advocate for monster energy drinks. But he, like there was the, the other day he done some he takes requests and he done um monster mixed he does monster mixed with stuff, so he's done monster mixed with different so different monsters, different energy drinks. He done one with different other just other drinks, so it was uh, Coca Cola, Fanta, Dr. Pepper, milk was one of them and it curdled. He's done it with mm. other with like protein powders. But he done Do one you the, cereal? He done one the other day, yes, with uh, cornflakes. But the thing is, it was Tesco's cornflakes and he showed the box <laughs> on the camera and then it just cut and he went, oh, hold on a minute. And he scribbled out the, uh, the C in the Tesco and put a K instead. <laughs> Which I thought was fucking genius. But he tried it and it was horrible. Like, he's... Uh, he's fucking hilarious. So I look out for things like that as well as like other. So he he's one of my favourite content creators on TikTok as well as like other cosplay ones. You've got very big cosplay TikTokers such as Kamala Severin and as a Dizzy Spells who, well, I don't know. I think Izzy's fell away from the cosplay stuff for a while. Um, but she like the two of them were like for cosplay stuff. They are very pinnacle as well. Another one for me is it's the guest, uh, the other guest we've recorded with. Her name's Elsam Official. She does a lot of cosplay stuff as well. Um, but that's that's more than my for you. What I look out for in TikToks, that's stuff that interests me. But that's that's the thing with favorite content creators. Everyone's got different stuff. Everyone's more interested in the things they've got. But I do think with like with yourself, Joe, you do a lot of. And I said that's the last time I recorded. You do a lot of real life, like aspect, like mm. th- that's that's your whole concept, your whole niche, if you will, yeah. um, for your content is real life stuff, and that's what I, to me, I think that's what really draws people in, like genuine real mm. life. You know, it's not like it's not like I, yeah. it's not like I'm going to go into your for your page and. I'm going to be looking at like fucking Jordy Show or reality TV. No, it's fucking like it's actual mm. reality. Yeah, it's just we we a lot of my a lot of the times we just kind of document. It's like it's a bit like it's a bit like vlogging, really. Yeah. Um, we do like we sometimes I do do like full day vlogs, mm. but we literally I've got like a list on my phone of ideas of. Um, tiktoks like creative tiktoks i want to do and then if like for example today i went out today i got a like a a new tattoo and the idea behind the tattoo and everything is like a meaningful story and i know that people on my page would like to hear it so rather than coming home today after my tattoo and filming a creative one that i've got on my list I instead just kind of did like a mini vlog of yeah. what I did today, getting my tattoo done and um, surprising my grandma with it and so on. Mm. So, um, well, yeah. on that note, what tattoo did you get? Yeah, I, w- I was just about to ask oh. the same question. So, like as as you both know, I've been through been through like quite a hard time. Not, I won't say that I've like suffered with like mental health and stuff because I've. I'm I'm lucky and I don't feel like I have actually struggled, struggled. Yeah. Obviously, with with what that has gone on, I have had like de- down days and when I've needed to like lifting up. And whenever I feel like that, 
I I always go to my grandma and granddad's and like my grandma cooks some nice food or um, or I sit and watch horse racing with my granddad. And whenever I'm there, I feel so I feel so like do you know just like relaxed and I, there's not a care in the world. I just chilled out. So I got a, a picture of their bungalow this week. I I snuck around there and took some pictures outside their house without them realizing. And I've got a portrait of their, their bungalow tattooed on my leg with a quote, which is the quote basically says, "Happy places somewhere your thoughts can rest." Um, so that's that is. That. I don't know if you can see this, but that is yeah, their bungalow. That we is about, their. We there you that's go. It. So that's their bungalow. Yeah. Um, and I'll show you the tattoo because it's all wrapped up at the moment. But it, yeah. the the tattoo is literally, it's literally identical to it. Weren't they? Oh, that is class. Love that. Oh, that is love lovely. That. Yeah, that I do. Fair I really play, mate. I really, really how, like how that. How many tattoos do you have? If you don't mind me asking. Um, I've got four. Well, I've got four. So. I've, I decided. I decided not long ago. I've always wanted tattoos, and but I, I'm quite. A, I'm the type of person who wouldn't get. Sorry, I've just plugged my phone back in. I'm the type of person who wouldn't get anything unless it was um, meaningful and had a story behind it. Because I don't want to ever get anything that I'll regret. Basically, so um, about three, two, three years ago, I decided I'm gonna my full leg tattooed because I know I want I knew I wanted it doing um but I said I'm not gonna rush I'm just gonna get what kind of I feel like I want and yeah um so I've got the three the three that I've got on my leg are all like they've all got like big stories behind them um kind of thing um so so yeah I'm just waiting for an idea for the next one to get booked in and stuff but Oh, it I've, takes forever, so I'll probably get another I've, I've not had a tattoo since I was twenty-one. Like I'm, I'm, tw- I'm twenty-seven now, nearly twenty-eight. Like, so what I, have you got, Darren? I've got so I've got three tattoos, uh, three tattoos that I love. So I got, uh, so I've got this one. Oh, you can't. Hold on. You can't see. Yeah. <laughs> I know, but I'm, 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 I'm showing the camera. I'm showing the recording. So I have a drag, a tribal dragon on my chest. Uh, that I got done when I was eighteen. Um, it's got uh, we. It was it's just a basic tribal dragon uh, with a wee. Uh, do you know the show Supernatural? I so, don't think I've seen. No, and um, so it's a show Supernatural that me and my mum really love. Um, like we're both like mega fans of the show. Um, and there's a tattoo from that that the characters have. So I got that incorporated with it. Um, I have a uh, uh, Joker and Harley Quinn um, sort of is uh, in practically the entire upper of my arm. It's skull. It's sort of a skull form of Joker and Harley Quinn with lots of ha-has and things over it um, that I have. That's it's, it's my proudest tattoo. I got that done when I was twenty-one, um, and. On my my favourite tattoo, and it's because of the story behind it, is a martini glass on my ankle. So uh, my best friend since I was, I want to say four, her name's Megan. We grew up together. We ended up uh, 
we got together when we were 16 for a year just to see like if there was anything there like, uh, and we, we did decide we were better off as friends like she's she's now engaged and has a kid with one of my other good friends joseph i i actually set them up um but i've always been considered really close family like a brother eh? her brothers and sisters and a son to her mum and dad so her sister got engaged and was going to get and got married but before she got married she had hen weekend away in blackpool one of our bridesmaids pulled out so they went oh well who can we get to go and they know i'm a great laughing the night out so they invited me and i went down dress was a bridesmaid no i did wear a bright pink shirt and a band a, a sash that said gay best friend you know because why the <laughs> fuck not <laughs> I'm not actually gay, by the way. Um, but oh. um, we went to this hen weekend, had a great time. I actually got with one of the one of the bridesmaids in the in the uh, caravan, which was a fucking great story. What adds to this story? So Megan's my ex. We actually started seeing this bridesmaid for a few months. Um, and you say, we, you say you got with her in the caravan? Yeah, we were all living in the one caravan. I was in the couch bed and living in the living room of it. And uh, <laughs> yeah, um, but the next day after we woke up, we went. We went seeing Madame Tussauds house, uh, like House of Wax and all that. But we ended up going for a matching tattoo. So I now have the same ma- this the tattoo on my ankle of this martini glass. I have the same matching tattoo with two X's. <laughs> We all have it together, and it's <laughs> it is the greatest story. I like. I tell people this story, and like, you're fucking kidding me on. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm, like, I'm not. <laughs> uh, so that, those are my tattoos. I'm dying to get another one, but that, when, is, that is my favorite tattoo ever. When you when you settle settle down, Gareth, what what story are you going to give your new partner of the martini glass? <laughs> oh no, so I'm all about full honesty. I have told like I've told girls on like the third date about that this story, and you know what? It's to me, it's I'm me. I'm I'm honest. I'm an open book. Yeah. If you can if you can't handle my honesty, if you can't handle my past. Then it's not going yeah, to work. Everyone has a, everyone has a past. As long exactly. as if you get it out there nice and early, there's no problem. With exactly. That. Exactly. Like if you can't handle if you can't handle my past and things I've done in my past and all that and stuff like that. I mean, my, Megan's still my, my best friend. So like I know mm. a lot of girls that will go, "Oh no, your best pals with any of your exes." I can't, I can't handle that. That that's on them. That's I'm not going to then fall out with her because the girl that yeah uh, the, the girl that um scene just isn't comfortable with it that's that's not on i'm not doing that but i mm. um but i so Lewis, you're on the next question my friend okay so obviously we have obviously gone through reasons we started we started tiktok social media and things like that and obviously we spoke a little bit about covid um kind of taking over the world through the media eye and and all that kind of jazz how has your life been compared to pre and post COVID? Is there much change between between the two, or uh, just the fact that I I couldn't? St- I'm really like family family orientated, um, so and I'm really outdoorsy as well. Um, so if on a weekend when I'm not working and stuff, I'm like straight to my grandma's, straight to my dad, straight to my mum's, straight to um like park just just like the little things in life so when covid was here that they're, they're the things that i kind of missed 
yeah. I kind of struggled to um I struggled to not I, I always like listened to the rules, whether I, I listened to the rules and kind of respected it. But I did find things quite hard to kind of grasp and I felt like there the should have been for me for me I felt like there should have been like loopholes where I could get out when it was someone's birthday and do you know what I mean? Stuff yeah. like that. Like I struggled with that at first and then I finally got into it. And now I feel like I feel like it's kind of like changed me now. So now I just don't really care about going out whatsoever anymore. Like I am a bit of a hermit. I just I don't I, I literally TikTok look after my family, see family and watch sport like it has made me a, a tiny bit antisocial in some ways but i won't say my life is a great deal different apart from those key factors i, I, I like i said last time we spoke i want i want too affected um by it other than little things like that which everybody went through um so yeah i, I was definitely one of the lucky ones i carried on working i nobody in my family got too unwell um Apart from when I when I got it, I felt like I was gonna die. But I don't know if I'm a hypochondriac, but I felt horrendous. <laughs> um, but yeah, what what about you? What about you? Because uh, that's all I really have to say. On, on, so, on so, the yeah. So for me, obviously, mine changed massively, um, and that's only because obviously I used to be flat out working all the time. Um, and actually, what I did was I handed my notice. Like it was literally the March before. So the March before we got COVID came along, I handed my notice at work. I thought, do you know what? I'm gonna take the next 12, 18 months out of work. So I was like, I'm gonna go to Spain. So I went to Spain. It's where I met Gareth. I went to Spain yeah, for six boy. months working in a cocktail cabaret, cabaret, cocktail cabaret, cabaret. club. So I was there, and then from there, I was coming home, spending Christmas at home, and then was going to plan to go to Australia, do a working visa for a year. And obviously, as I got to March, when I was planning all my working visa, COVID struck. So COVID came along, ruined that plan for me. I thought, okay, I need a plan B. I need something else I'm going to do. I don't know how long I'm going to be in lockdown. I don't know what's going on. And I literally, I was sat at home, um with the family and whatever um chilling out um and then um yeah um but i've got persuaded to you have a little, little tiktok have a little kind of nosy see what's going down and i watched that for a couple of times then then i had a few drinks got the courage made a video and that was it then i, I kind of was posting every day i was doing live streams i was dancing in the garden I remember one of my first ever videos going viral. It was when me, I was dancing in my garden and my family was there. My little niece was staying with my mum's at the time. Um, I'm, I'm dancing. My niece tries to walk past me and I literally barge right away on my hip while I'm dancing. She literally goes flying. And everyone's like commenting on it going, wow, you just, you like loads of stuff about my niece. And, and that was my most viral video. But from there, I thought, okay. I'm going to use that now. So I'll continue the journey. And then, funny enough, we came out of lockdown. So we came out of lockdown. Um, at the time, I went back to work and things like that. And then I ended up... 
as we were going to our second lockdown, I was speaking to um, Retmit TV at the time. And then for the second lockdown, we moved in together. The second lockdown, and that's when we kind of planned the whole house experience, house on the move, and this kind of content creator house. So I went into there, and yeah, life just turned around for me. Um, and I went on this massive kind of journey, went abroad, went to Mexico, volunteered in Mexico, built like a um, education center f um, in a school. I got COVID over there. Um, so I was thinking I was out there for about a week and I ended up getting COVID. So the rest of the guys were like going out, building a school, having like coming back to the house. We, uh, a, a uh, dating app paid for. So it was like sponsorship paid for this house we were staying in. And we had like pool parties in the garden and stuff like that. So all the guys, the rest of the guys were on pool parties. I'm sat, no, with like, and this when reality hit me, I sat in a small room with an ensuite for 10 days. I mean, I only came out of my room when the rest of the guys were out doing the, uh, building a school or out later on in the evening. I literally, no lie, because by the Mexico I had no lockdown rules anyway, but by then I was just sat in this house, in this small room with an ensuite for 10 days. Even the guys have fun outside and the pool is that over was probably when I hit probably the worst rock bottom I probably ever hit. Because it wasn't the fact of they were enjoying themselves. It was just the fact the reality is I was stuck in a room. I couldn't get out. Mm. I just pictured how jail would be. Do you know what I mean? Sounds really weird, but I just pictured, imagine sitting yeah. in a room constantly for years on end, only coming out for an hour, going back in your cell, years on end. And I thought, I struggled after 10 days. I struggled physically. Like, I was bad anyway from COVID, but I struggled feeling mentally, I struggled. As soon as I literally could get that green light where I could come out of that room, I was on the first flight back home. I was like, I can't do this, I need to go mm. home. And, and it was a massive reality, you know what I mean? It was a massive reality check to go. I've been hit, living this kind of wild life in this bubble, stuck in this bubble that I was talking about earlier on. I just didn't see anything else apart from what I was doing. And then when that got taken away from me, the reality hit of kind of the situation we're in um across the whole board it wasn't just me across the whole board and and, and how other people were struggling because they were stuck in the house or they were doing this they were doing that and and for me i was stuck in the house we were doing this we were doing that um but yeah it was a massive massive reality check but like i say we, we went over there um we raised money we paid our own way we paid for our own flights etc we donated this money yeah, it, it was just crazy to be fair. Like, and people like we got a lot of hate for it. We got a lot of stick for it. People saying you're robbing, you're this, you're that, and it's not. It's everything is legit. They they sent post pictures over of receiving the money. Everything, everything is legit, um, and it was all done correctly. It was all by the government guidelines. We weren't breaking any rules. Um, but yeah, the rally hit when I got stuck in that room and gone. Do you know, actually, I've had such a high, but now I'm having such a low. Um, so yeah, it changed Matt dramatically in two ways. One, it was very, very good, very high. And the second one was I hit rock bottom. Like I hit rock bottom, like a lot of other people did as well. Yeah, yeah. That that was kind of my journey with COVID, mm. pre and post COVID. Oh, you, Gareth. Um. So for me, COVID. So my COVID story is. I'll imagine my COVID story is a lot like anyone who lived 
like worked and lived out in Spain during during COVID. Um, I throughout the first lockdown, I lived. I still lived in Spain. So uh, me and Lewis met in Spain as cocktail bartenders for a bar called Chaplin's um, in Salou. And Lewis went home. I decided to stay. It was my second year working there, and I loved it. I loved everything about Salou. And the Salou to me was Salou to me still as a second home. Uh, I got a flat with one of the guys that we worked with, Dan, um, and we basically just spent the first lockdown there. And I was going to come home during the first lockdown, but my roommate Dan and my mum both told me, "Listen, don't know how long this pandemic's going to last. It could, you could come home, and then it was, and then it'll blow over. You don't know." So I stayed out there uh, in hopes that the bar we worked for was going to open back up. It didn't. I did stay out there during, like, the first lockdown did sort of lift over there a wee bit, and then everyone went back into full swing, full lockdown a lot. And when that happened, and it hit summertime, like, I stayed throughout the winter, throughout spring, and summertime hit, and it didn't open back up. I couldn't keep, I couldn't keep my flat, I couldn't keep, like, there was no job for me, so I had to go home. I had to come home, um... And when I came home, like I, I've been a bartender since I was eighteen, you know, like there was nothing else for me here. It, luckily, I have a bit of a background in um, care work, so I done I done social care in college uh, from the age of sixteen through eighteen. Um, so there was I just started looking at care work jobs because there, there was plenty of those going about due to COVID. So I worked as a care worker for a company called the Richmond Fellowship in Scotland. Um, I worked for them for six months, and working in care work can take a real toll on you mentally and physically. It's a lot of long hours, and just to to sort of be that advocate and care for people, it can take a lot on you. And I'm I'll say hands down now I'm not I'm not that strong a person. So as soon as the bars opened back up, me and my mate TJ, we went for a pint in the bar that I am a manager in now. And the manager that was on shift, brought, like, it was COVID rules, so it was table service. So it was quite easy to talk to the staff and all that. So they, she came over with all drinks um, and basically I'd, I'd already given the job up because I couldn't, I couldn't do, I couldn't keep on. It was taking too much of a toll on me mentally and physically. I'd, my mate basically asked her, listen, you just looking for any bar staff? Um, my friend explained that I've got a lot of bar experience, I've been a bartender since I was 18, and that, um, and I got hired the next week, I've worked my way up and all that, yada yada yada. Funny thing is though, <laughs> throughout my entire time in Spain, throughout my entire six months working as a care worker, not once did I catch COVID. Two weeks into working in that fucking pub. I caught COVID, and it was the worst experience of my of my twenty eight years on this planet. Twenty seven and a half years on this planet, I like I have always said I don't get sick. I've always said I've got the immune system of the fucking god, but this hit me like a ton of bricks. I genuinely felt like a four by four just got whapped over my head. Oh, it was I fucking I it's like I and that was me with two vaccinations. And, and vaccine, don't get me wrong, the vaccine, vaccination, I, I fully feel is the wrong term for it because you're not vaccinated. You're not, it's not, you can't get it. It's, it just lessens the symptoms. So if that's it, me with lessened symptoms, 
fuck knows what would have happened if I didn't have the, vac the vaccine and it hit me. My God, I would have been crying. <laughs> but then the thing is, so at, at that, I, I, at the, I live, I, I do currently live with a mother, my sister and my brother. Well, at the time, I lived, my brother's since moved out. But my brother has severe asthma, which COVID's very, very, like, it's, ba it's bad news for asthmatics. My mother had it. My sister had it. My brother, who I had to then share a room with, never got it. He was the only one in the house that never got it. <laughs> Somehow, we don't know how. It's mad, isn't it? That, it's it's mad fucking, how it works. Mate, it's fucking mad. But, it yeah, no, COVID for, COVID for me really changed my life. But, uh, but it never, like, Joe, like you said last time, it's not as if it's... Covid never took anyone from you that you're close to or that, um, but like, and it didn't do. It never took anyone from me. It, the way it changed my life significantly is I'm now in a, I now live in a different fucking country. <laughs> like, but yeah, it's uh, my, if Covid never happened, my life right now would be completely different. I wouldn't be doing this podcast. <laughs> but well, we us, us three wouldn't be sat here right now if it wasn't for COVID. Exactly. You know, exactly. Like, Lewis, Lewis would have to find someone else to run the technical side. <laughs> <laughs> Just to get it right the first time round. Shut up. Obviously, talking, as as we say, with, with, with COVID is a massive, massive thing. You know what I mean? And, and we will forever remember it. We, we, we remember experiences, the memories, what it kind of took away, what it kind of... Mm brought to us etc um but obviously there's so much more other things going on in the world kind of spoke a little bit about covid obviously a big topic in the world right now but obviously there's other stuff going on in the world right now obviously we've had the scorching hot weather to the thunderstorm that we've just recently had for a day or two and now it's getting warm again um and obviously sport obviously women's win the euro anthony joshua fighting tomorrow night yeah um, so, so yeah, and the World Cup, World Cup coming up at the end of the year. You know what I mean? There's so much stuff going on this year. For the for the for the bright side, for more positive. You know what I mean? I I think it's it's good definitely to see the women's Euros win. Um, and then obviously men's World Cup. See what they can do at the end of the year. But obviously the big talking point is probably the boxing tomorrow night. Mm. What is your prediction, Joel? Ah. Uh... I can't see. I, I can't see um, Yusuf getting beat. Um, I know there's the there's the size there's the size difference and everything like that. I feel like for for AJ for AJ to win, he, he I, I feel he's got to get a knockout. He can't. He's not going to be able to outbox Yusuf. I don't think there's many people who actually can. And I remember. I always remember watching him um, when he fought Tony Bellew, and he was just like. Un untouchable. He's he's unbelievable, and as the years have gone on, he's 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 just grown into an unbelievable fighter. So, I am sitting on the fence. I am saying that I I can't see Usyk getting beat by Joshua. Um, I just don't, I've never really been one to be massively interested in Joshua, as opposed to like other fighters that that I've been into. He's just never really like captured my like interest um and i don't know i don't know why i can't really put my finger on it but even with fights with like dylan dillian white and um well there's been there's been there's been loads loads of different fights that he's had and he's he's been kind of like shook like rocked by 
just like you're, you're not even elite fighters. I just feel like he's missing something. I think that Usyk will, will capitalize. But my on thing this. is, if if, if he, st- you know, when he went through the um, Olympic and won the gold, if he'd have stayed mm. at that kind of size, you know, what I mean, he had the pace, he had the movement. If he just seemed that kind of size, I think he would have done a lot better. I just feel now that he's just too big, too big and bulky, too slow with the movement mm. and the movement out of the way. Just too big, Joshua. Just too big. And like Tyson Fury sums it up. He's just a bodybuilder. Mm, that is true. That is you know true. what I mean? Like, he's next level, Tyson. You know what I mean? Aye. But see, that's a fight that a lot of people wanted to see Joshua v. Tyson. And I think if 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 AJ does end up getting the win tomorrow night, I think you'll you'll get that interest for that fight back. Mm. But if if not I think. I mean, I think as it stands today, right now, I don't think there is much interest in that fight. Um, but if AJ wins, I think it might come back a little bit. If he gets beat, then he's. I think he's more or less finished in. Yeah, 100%. the sport really. There's not really a great deal he can do because I can't see yeah. him being interested in fighting anyone um, other than Wilder, um, Wilder Fury, and so on. And they're not going to really want to if he gets beat by Usyk. So. Yeah. I mean, the world, the world's had its big boxers throughout time. It's, I mean, for like for me growing up, I remember watching like Carl Groves, Ricky Hatton, Amir Khan, and then it started to move into the Joshua, Carl Froch, yes. Um, like mm. uh, who was the other guy? Uh, the guy that was married to Hayden Panettiere for a while. Um, what's his Klitschko? Klitschko. Um, um, and they've they've now we've now moved into the era of. Fighters like Usyk, Joshua, uh, Tyson Fury. We had Tony Bellew for a while as well. Like, dude, I think it does come down to a pinnacle point where you either make your money through boxing and then retire, which I think Fury's near on ready to do. Like, or you can, like you say, Joshua, who, if he loses this fight, his career might be over. Hmm. Yeah, add an, another one because I I was really surprised with this fight when I heard it was this weekend, um, earlier in the week because it has been so, so quiet. Like in comparison to like when Fury when Fury was fighting, you couldn't get away from it, and this seems to have just been so quiet. But I know I'm going off sub off topic and stuff, but topic, I really <laughs> like I really need I I couldn't help but mention that. The um, Conor Ben and the Eubank fight has been really um, announced. And for me, that, the interest I'll have in that fight, as opposed to the one tomorrow, is like different level. Just with, um, I love Conor Ben. I've watched Conor Ben since his very first fight. I've Mm -hmm. watched every fight. I'm obsessed with the way he is. I love watching him speak, watching him box, everything about him. And I just think legacy of the fathers and the build-up of it with the fathers there and i just think it's going to be like so entertaining you yeah. think conor ben's gonna win i think you i i think you will i, I do I, I believe it i believe in Con, i believe in conor ben i know yeah. that's not a massive thing for joel joel ready to believe in conor ben but i'd just so how vicious he is he's just yeah. so vicious and so powerful yeah. he's just like relentless yeah. but 
I I just can't wait for for that the full week, the the week I'll be watching it listening to it, it like definitely, oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah, it'll be so much bigger. Yeah, definitely. Who, who's your if, if if before we go on to anything else, who's your two predictions? I ask because I want to stick stick you on the line as well with me. Okay, so I think I honestly think if it's finished. The fight is over within five rounds. I'm gonna say it's Joshua. Mm. Goes any, is that, is any that longer by knockout than fi- or yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that's the only way he's gonna win. If it goes any further, then I'm gonna say Usyk. Yeah, Usyk won by unanimous decision the last time. Like it was like Usyk won full out on points. It went the full distance. I for me, I do think if it goes. If it comes to knockout, stranger things have happened. Usyk might knock Joshua out. We've, we've seen Joshua rocked a good few times. But I think Usyk uh, could knock him out, maybe. But if it comes down to points, it's Usyk's match. Which I'll be heartbroken by because I do love Joshua as a boxer. I do. What, I, I do, do. shocks me. Yeah. What shocks me. And you go back to that moment where Klitschko versus AJ... You know what I mean? Mm. Everyone thought it was over. It's put down. It's back up and, and wins. You know what I mean? Like, he has got a glass jaw. Mm. We know that. He gets rocks very easy. He tires very easy. He's got Which the power. Which is good for boxers. He's got a power. If he just connects one of those hits, it can be night. So I believe if if it if it's going to be a knockout early rounds, it's Joshua. Mm. If it goes to the later stages, I just don't think Joshua's got the energy, um, and he's just too big. Yeah, and just too big. What's your prediction for the other fight, Lewis? The Conor Ben, mm. Newbank. I think Conor Ben knockout. Yeah. So I I'll, I'll not lie. I don't really know much about Conor Ben. Um, I, I I know Eubank. I've seen Eubank fights, so I've got to go with what I know. So I'll probably put my money on Eubank. I've never I, I've never seen Conor Ben fight. I'll be honest here. Um, but just from what I know, um, don't get me wrong. I'll take I'll I'll I'll, I'll happily sit and listen to you tell me about him and all that and that. Uh, and you've obviously watched them fight. I just don't know much about him. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. Um, speaking of, so we got you. We touched a wee bit there on, like when I said about Fury and Joshua, and Joel, you said about how sparks of that, like wanting that fight back, could come back. Another wee spark that's came back about a fight that's it's not. It's it's YouTubers, Jake Paul and KSI. They are now the, the the fight has been announced that they are selling tickets for it. Who do we think will win? Honestly, yeah. Um, my heart love would love KSI to I'm, do him. I'm dying. To, I, I'm dying for I'm dying for KSI. Just to put this week on his I, place. I I just think the, the way he is that Jay Paul and things are. I, I yeah. Uh, my head with the training and the amount of fights Jake Paul's had and the consistency of training, you know what I mean? For the yeah. past, what, two years, it's just been consistent training. 
I just think that Jake Paul's got too much. Mm. But I honestly, touching on, obviously we'll kind of continue this, but I just want to throw in Tommy Fury in the mix as well. Because mm. that was so much drama and stuff that. I think Tommy Fury would beat both of them. Mm. I do. Obviously, people are saying, oh, like, Tommy Fury pulled out for certain reasons, this time over. He pulled out because he couldn't get in the US or whatever, but Jake Paul wouldn't go anywhere else to box him. Yeah. Oh, my heart's saying KSI, my head's saying Jake Paul, and I believe Tommy Fury beat both of them. Yep, fair, fair. Joel, have you any thoughts or ideas on the subject? Do you watch Sidemen or that? Or... I've not watched, to be honest, oh, I've man. not watched a great deal of, and I've, I've watched the highlights of Jake Paul's fights, but the people who he's fought have not necessarily been um, like professional professional box, boxers as have they? they've mm. been basketball people MMA, MMA fighters which is a totally different sport yeah. um, I mean that last knockout he got was, was impressive against um, was it Woodley um, uh, yeah, and so. it, was, it was like unbelievable the knockout fair play to him um, but what's Kate I, I don't know I'd I've I think I've watched KSI's fight against Logan Paul, but it was that long ago. Which I can't even remember what. <laughs> I, I, remember, I remember. Yeah, I remember watching the first one, and I, but it was that long that long ago. I can't remember what he fought like. I can't remember. I don't have a clue if he's been training, if he's just stayed into boxing or anything. So I no, so I have a prediction. Been for a while. while. Yeah, it'd, it'd just be a to, totally wild shot in the uh, dark. But I'd, I'd just rather back, I'd back, um, I'd back the English and go with KSI. Uh, and like you said, Jake Paul's just a bit of a no, definitely. Just a bit, um, yeah. I am, I am dying, dying for KSI to win this fight. I, as a person, just don't like Jake Paul. Like I just don't like. It was KSI a... not fighting two people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> The man's making moves for his career, and fair fucks to him for it. Like, um, I, I, he's fight. Oh, I can't remember the names because he's he's got a fight coming up, and it's is it is it Alex Wasabi? He's fighting. Oh, it was meant to be. He got changed, didn't it? Did it right? Because uh, I was. He was changed from Alex Wasabi to to fighting two people. Oh, for fuck's sake! Oh, so when's the when's the um? Paul fight then. When's that? That? So that, is, that is next year. They are selling tickets for it. Did uh, you see? Yeah. I was talking about these two. It Paul was it on Logan's podcast. I was genuinely going to and bring he that got up. Asked, he got asked about KSI, and Jake Paul started going about KSI. Aye. And then was like, yeah, I reckon if Logan got into the ring with him now, he'd beat him. And Logan was like, no, 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 that's my partner. I wouldn't do that. I know, no, no, he, he, no. He's prime now, don't they? Like, you're playing that off very lightly there. He went fucking through Logan about it. He went through Jake about it. He was like, listen, I told you that's my business partner. I told you not to bring me into this. And he yeah. he went fucking through him about it. Personally, I think Logan will, I think Logan will be ringside fucking back in KSI for it, honestly. <laughs> like, I think even his brother is that, because there was, there was Logan Paul's fight against Mayweather. And Jake practically got banned from the event due to the fact that he stole Floyd Mayweather's hat. The the guy <laughs> for a, he's 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 that 
Disney brought is that Disney star gone rogue fucking asshole that we like he's he's no he's no done it in the great way that like Demi Lovato and fucking Miley Cyrus have done it. They they left Disney. They went their own ways. They are they're fucking out there. But you know what? They do it in a respectful way. Jake Paul got fucking kicked for Disney and decided to become a wee prick. Like honestly <laughs> honestly like, prick. Oh, exactly yes yes a wee prick. No um, honestly like I would love nothing more than Jake Paul to like it would go down in a, as a moment in history. I would want it taught to my kids in history class. The moment that's Jake why, Paul that's put why in I wanted, place. That's why I wanted the Tommy Fury fight to go ahead so much because I, I believe that would that would happen. And like just how how much John Fury I don't know how much he watches like the build ups and stuff, but how much John Fury gets into it. Did you see Aww. him on the stage? <laughs> When he was <laughs> he was basically saying I'll get I'll get Tommy I'll get Tommy to do you like a dog. <laughs> but the build up that was amazing as well, and then it just got obviously like written off and it was all for nothing yeah. and I was devastated, but no, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see what we'll see I what think it it'll happen in the future. It's just a matter of when. Mm. Yeah. It's a matter of when. Um yeah, like like I say, I, th- I think we, this year has got some great, obviously, events um, and stuff like that. We're talking about boxing, YouTubers fighting. Um, we've got AJ. We've got obviously Eubank and Conor Ben. We've, like I say, we've had the Euros. Moving on to the World Cup, um, straight up, no bullshit. Where's the King of the finishing the World Cup? Last. Nah. <laughs> Says the Scotsman. <laughs> I think it'll be like, I think it'll be something like a bit, like quarter, maybe quarterfinals. I'm just trying. Yeah. I, I don't think we're gonna go and fly fly through like to semi-finals and finals like we have in the previous years. I feel like we've got, we've we've had like good good runs, haven't we? We've had good t- a, a good cup run. Um, I, I do, I do, I do. Obviously, hope they do well. I'm, I'm, obs- I'm obsessed with it. I watch every single game, but I've got a feeling it's gonna, uh, just a bad gut feeling. It's gonna be a bit of a disappointing one. Um, I've already, even off the back of the Nations League, people was kind of um, calling for Gareth Southgate and digging him out a tiny bit and stuff. I feel like that might kind of go into the World Cup. How dare um, they dig out a Gareth? Yeah, I know. I like Gareth. I really like Gareth. To be honest mm. with you. Who do you think will um, win it people. if not England? Oh, I think, I think Spain. I think Spain are going to do well in it this year. You think it's going to win um, it? Who's going to win it? I'd put, I'd put for me. I'd put Spain, France, Spain or France. I don't know why they just scream out to me for it. I just. Hmm. I'd say. I'd, I'd say. Spain. See Brazil out the team they used to be. It's, mm. it's hard, isn't it? Because then when when you put it like that, it's not like Germany at the team they used to be. No. So when you when you pick apart like Germany at the team they used to be, like Brazil and Argentina at the the scary team they used to be, you kind of think actually why can't England go on to win it? Because if you look on paper, our team 
is ridiculous, but England have always had a ridiculous team on paper and it's never always wet, but it has started gelling recently. You no, know it is, and, and this is the part I had this conversation. I can't remember the conversation with, and we, we were watching the Euros and stuff like that, and they were like interviewing all the team members, and like they're all best friends. They all played each other through youth at the clubs now. They've all played with each other all through every age group. You know what I mean? Because it wasn't yeah, a big no. sport. So they've always been kept really tight. And like, I think six of the English women are all best friends. And then the other two, like, the rest of them are like really good mates. You know what I mean? But it's just crazy mm. because they've been so tight the whole way through their career. I just feel like they link so much better. They know each other inside out and things like that. Well, you look at the men's team. A couple of them grew up in Germany, a couple of them grew up that here, a couple of them grew up yeah. there. Like They all yeah. played different levels, different leagues, different you, this, different that. It, they do seem to see, they, they do seem to have a, like, a really good click, though, but within within that group. Um, like you, you see a lot of stuff on social media, whereas in the past, when we was gr- kind of growing up, they've even been like, said on telly that they was that obsessed with the club football. they used to sit on separate tables at international duty and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, so I feel like it's nice that there is like a good click and stuff. Um, I, I just feel like the only thing letting us down is possibly centre-backs. We're not blessed with like incredible centre-backs, I, I don't feel. Um, full-backs were, were full-backs unbelievable. Like how, how many, the choice we've got for full-backs, but centre-backs is the thing that's going to let us down, I'd say. Yeah. So, so you reckon Spain? Yeah, I've got a, I have got a question, if you both don't mind me throwing one in both there. Right. Though. Um, so, Pickford's obviously been number one keeper. Um, now, would you, would you stick with him personally as number one? Or would you be bringing somebody else in? And if he was, who? Because well, I've got... I've, I know my answer, so I want to oh. see what you, you say. My, my honest opinion, you just said to me um, last season, season before, um, number one goalkeeper, I'd have gone Dean Henderson. Had a fantastic season, um, I'd have gone Dean Henderson. I think Pickford is very good for England, isn't the best for Everton. I feel mm. like we need to start going off what they're doing in their club football, not what they do for England. Mm. Because yeah. that's not always the beneficial way because, yeah, they play good thing and then we play and they play crap because they play crap all season. My number one would be Ramsdale. Yeah, I'm glad you, that's that's where I'd go with it. Right now, right now on paper, like two years ago it would have been Dean Henderson, but last year he didn't do anything. This year mm. and towards last year and this year I'd go Ramsdale as my number one. Yeah, you do Henderson. Henderson, while you're on the subject of him, he, he played unbelievable over the weekend for Forest. So you don't know that look that that um that move might get him worming his way back in. But from from Ram, what I've seen of Ramsdale, I just think he's a class act. It's like he, I've been watching the Arsenal documentary on um, Amazon recently, and even on there, he just paints a good picture of himself. Mm. Are you? Are you into football, Gareth? Are you? I'm into Scottish football. <laughs> I'm. I'm an. Well, you're, I'm, not into, you're not into that's football. Then. Then. I'm an. F- <laughs> oh, Lewis, you cheeky fucker! I'm an no, SPFL guy. So for for me, right, and I know I'm a Rangers fan. That's like how that's our League One level in it. 
Mm. So, Lewis, the next time I see you, I am taking a bat to your leg. <laughs> no, <laughs> I am. I'm an. I'm, I'm a Scottish football guy. You know, don't get me wrong. I work in a pub. I we we put on all we. I, we are the only sports bar in our area, so we play all the football games, whether it be English football, Scottish football, Euros, UEFA, World Cup, the lot. So, uh, don't get me wrong, most of the time I am working, so I don't really get to watch the games, but you get it. But I'm more of a Scottish football kind of guy. Now, I'm a Rangers fan, so I know you've asked who, like, the, there's only one, one English keeper that I really keep up to date with. That and I know I'm gonna get a lot for shit, a lot of shit for saying he is one of my favourite keepers, and it's Joe Hart because he's Celtic's keeper. I fucking love Joe Hart as a keeper. I do. See when he see when he was a keeper for Man City. I fucking love. I fucking love. Yeah, it was a different. But see, since it became became the Celtic keeper, I've been so conflicted. I'm like, I love him, but I hate Celtic. I love him, but I hate Celtic. I'm like. So for for me, Joe Hart is a phenomenal keeper. But when it comes down to the actual English team, because there's so many great English keepers out there. Like, well, I won't say there's a lot of good English keepers out there. But for me, it it would be Joe Hart because I know what Joe Hart is capable of, as he is forever stopping Rangers fucking scoring the goal. <laughs> but I I I do I. I that that would be my pick when I'm when I come down to it. It's same way it would be if if it was a Scottish fucking team that was in the World Cup, but unfortunately we got fucked out it because it's you Scotland. Got me, mate. You got no chance. Shut I can't believe I can't believe Gareth. Gareth, you've I can't believe you've picked somebody like Joe Hart to go and go for England just so <laughs> we can uh, fail in the World Cup. I, you know what? I would happily see you fail in the World Cup because I know that every day. I love you. No, no. Scottish is setting us up. Right, like, it's not even due so to the fact. Bitter. It's not even. So no, it's not even due to the fact I'm Scottish. I know for a fact, right? Every day that England is in the World Cup, I'm going to get messages for this prick. Just with the world, with the world's footballs coming home. That's all I'm going to get. It's, it's coming <laughs> home. It's I, that's coming. all I'm. Oh my, oh no, there was one, it nearly caused a riot in my work. It was a Scotland-England game. I can't I can't remember, I don't know if it was a friendly or if it was for some competition or that, but it was Scotland vs England. England wins, no comments. <laughs> um, England wins, and my pub is owned by a chain, it's called Stonegate. Stonegate is an English company. Stonegate puts out their own music, so it's not like so it's Stonegate Radio. So we turn on the we turn the commentary off back to the music. What the fuck is playing? It's coming home. I oh man, it nearly incited a riot in my oh, pub. I'm like, oh fuck, get that turn off. Oh, fuck. oh, it was unreal. I'm just like, no, <laughs> it's a bad mm-hmm. And there's me as well sitting in that like I was work, I was working, but I was wearing my Scotland top. I had my face painted with a salt tire on it. And there's me fucking flicking off. It's coming home while looking like a complete dick. Like, <laughs> oh god. But uh, no, I, I, see, to be honest with you, right? I, I, it's it's the same for me with like if, if Celtic, like if Celtic was doing well and like uh, like the uh, like the UEFA Cup or 
like anything like that. Like I mean, there was Rangers got just got to the final of. I cannot remember the name of the. the I'm Europa. Europa. Thank you. Uh, we got to the final of that. I know plenty of Celtic fans that were cheering Rangers on because it's a Scottish team. Granted, I know plenty of very very bitter people who wanted them to fucking fail and lose and. That's a completely other story, but for me, uh, we're part of the UK. England gets through, England wins. Fan fucking tastic, you know. It's done well for us. Fair, fair play, because we are a nation, you know. Is is but even at that, the only reason I would be half like the only reason I'm all for, you know, I'm not getting through is so I don't have to hear hear for this this prick all the time. <laughs> <laughs> fucking but I uh for I, for me it'd be it'd be Joe Hart because it's the only English keeper I actually keep up to date with. Seeming in there. Um so talking about football, obviously let's let's finish off the the football with a prediction. Okay. Right. So I'm gonna write down the prediction for all three of us. Okay. okay. Where we think who's gonna finish out the top six. Okay, and then we'll look at it towards the end of the season. Oh, a super yeah, six of our own. Cool. Okay, I'm going Okay, so. Right, I'm happy to go first. Who's going to win? Right, the uh, Man, Man City. Oh, is this Man Premier City League? Mm. It's not a Scottish League, mate. No, I thought you were talking <laughs> World Cup. <laughs> You've got two teams in there. Um. So, what we're doing, top six? Top six. So second, I'm going to put up there, Chelsea. Chelsea, mm. brave. Third, third, Liverpool. Mm-hmm. That was very Fourth, brave. Off Spurs. Yeah. Fifth. Ah, oh, do you know what? Fifth Arsenal again. Arsenal, yeah. Sixth. Sixth. Oh god. Let me just look at. Let me just. I'm. I'm currently looking at the league table right now. Yeah, it's just because I know if I don't look, I'll. Yeah. We're going for sixth. I'm gonna go for sixth. God, it's so hard to to choose somebody. But, but where are we doing from gonna... first to six? Yeah, I think I think I'm gonna go for. Uh, I really want to say Newcastle, but I don't know if that's too too apprehensive. So Newcastle's currently sitting fifth. Yeah, the league, the league has on, just started. They go Newcastle. Two games in. I'm gonna go. Oh, I'll go. I'll go Newcastle. I'll just go yeah. Newcastle. Yeah, okay. I'll go Newcastle. I mean, if anything's gonna scream out that the league's just started, Brentford sitting third. <laughs> 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 um, right. So for me, I will. I will fully agree. Man City first. Man City's been a phenomenal team for years. Yeah. Second. Uh, second, I I will have to go Liverpool. Um, third, third Arsenal, fourth Chelsea, 
Um, I think... Hmm. Oh, see, fifth and sixth is where it becomes hard. Because United's going to be in there. Because United's not had a good run recently. But United's just still... just Casemiro, aren't they? United's still a good team. And if they gel well, if they if they work well over this season, I reckon they could get the, the they could get into the, the like third and second position. But I'm, I think I'm going to have to go fifth United, and okay. I don't know. I'd probably just because you know what I'm going to say this just because they have pulled it out of the fucking woodwork before that no one expected. I'm going to go sixth Leicester. Okay, so no Spurs. Okay. Nah, Spurs have never been a big team for me. I know plenty. I've got plenty, plenty, plenty of really good friends that are big, big, <laughs> big Spurs fans. Like uh, Shazam and Big Brooksy, Lewis, oh, uh, are both very big Spurs fans. But they're, nah, they've never been much for me. I'm going to mix it up just for, just for a laugh. Go for that. First, I'm going to go Liverpool. Ooh, okay. Okay. Second Man City. Third Arsenal. Off Spurs. Okay. Fifth Chelsea. Sixth Newcastle. Mm. So what what are we getting? So what are we getting for these correct predictions? Whoever gets the most. So it's whoever gets the most correct. What could be a prize then? So the way I was thinking of it was for every team you get in the right uh, position, the other people have to give you £2. That way, like, uh, I, I don't know about yous, but I'm not salaried yet, so <laughs> I'm pretty skint. So when oh. it comes to money betting, I'm like... Oh. Oh. Every team you get wrong, you have to do a forfeit. Yeah, I'm I think Live. Then you can tie it. Then you can tie it in, and other people can enjoy it. Right. Okay. No. Live. So we do it live. Okay. So every team we get wrong, what's the forfeit? We make them up on the day. We'll, we'll pre-plan it. I'm happy with that. So, for, so from what I'm gathering, is Joel, it looks like uh, you're going to be when when the league table finalises, you're going to be a guest <laughs> appearance. Yeah, yeah, that's that's that suits me. We do. That suits me. And I'll start picking your um, I'll start picking your incorrect selection now, Gareth. Considering you've left spares out of the top six. <laughs> Spurs <is> shit, <laughs> shit. I tell you. <laughs> oh, are we doing a forfeit for everyone we get wrong? I think I think we should just whoever gets the most wrong should do six forfeits. No, okay, and the other two plan them. Hell and then no. just abuse. Alright, alright, we'll go with it, we'll go with it, we'll go with it. Okay, fair. It's two against one, we'll go with it. <laughs> we'll just go with that, and then whoever gets them, whoever gets the most wrong, it's their own fault, they get six. Yeah. Knock it up, knock it up. Right, so... This is a very, very long one, by the way, I'm just going to say now. <laughs> yeah, we know it. <laughs> Because obviously, um, before you both say it, we we know we this is our second running, and um, fortunately, um, I lost the other one due to um, 
cheating. So, so I've decided. No, I lost you to cheating, mate. Right. I decided at my own goodwill that I would let Joel start with a point. Right? Because he won the last one. He can have one point on the board. Okay. All right? He's now, we can't see how many we've got each because we can't see the scoreboard. Gareth, Gareth can give, yeah, Gareth can give us the updates. I will give you the update. I will keep you as updated. Don't you worry. So, it's, okay, so, so we oh, are starting out 1-0 to Joel. Yeah, so the rules of the game. The rules of the game is Gareth will ask a question. It's free, free to answer. Whoever answers first gets it wrong. They are then frozen out. The next person can go. The next person gets it wrong. If I get it wrong, say Joel throws out, I get it wrong. We both become unstuck and we can both go for it. Yep. Right. So, are we ready to go? I'm ready. Are we ready, ooh, are we ooh, ready to ooh, quiz? Yeah. Right. Let's go. Let's so, go, Quizmaster. Question one Which American singer stars as Ali in the 2018 film A Star is Born? <gasps> Lady Ga oh, wait. Lady Gaga. And it's 2 0 to Joel. Okie doke. Anyway, lady, ah, no, wait, I'm like, it's oh, I started thinking, I started thinking I was, I, I'd heard the question wrong and then I doubted myself, <laughs> but I don't know why. Okay, we sing, we dance, we steal things was which artist's highest selling album because of two thousand, uh, because of the 2008 song, I'm Yours. Samaraz. And it's 2-1. Oh, I knew it was. I knew that was it, but I just didn't think that was the answer. <laughs> Famed as his most popular album, when was Recovery by Eminem released? I'm looking 2005. for. Two thousand and five. I'm no Joe. You are froze out. I am looking for the month and date, eh, month and year. A point for each. I'm gonna say May. 2011. And Joel is, uh, Joel is back in. Right. It's 100% December 2001. Joel, you're froze out again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say it was definitely 100% Easter. And I'm definitely going to say 2009. Joe, you're back in. Which is like a clue. Yeah, they, yeah. yeah go, give me the clue. Now Lewis is for us. So are, but you, the year is between two answers that Lewis has given. 2010. Okay. August. Lewis, you're froze out. You got one point for the year. Joe, you've got to give the month. Okay. October 2010. Thank you. Nope, nope. You're froze <sighs> out. So, Lewis, uh, you're not froze out. Sorry, you're both back in. Right, the the month is what I am looking for here. February. And you're froze out. March. And you're back in. <laughs> June. June is correct. Oh! <laughs> I was born in June. 
And What's the scores on the doors, please, Baldy? The scores on the doors is 3-2 to Lewis. <laughs> right, so, next we question. At which 2003 Avril Le Guin song did Paramount Pictures buy the rights to in order to make a movie? But never, but the movie never ended up being made. Avril, we are looking, we are looking for an Avril Le Guin song from two thousand and three. Get a boy, and it's three each. How did you get? Is it? I, I, it, it, it was. I think he meant Avril Lavigne. Wait a minute, Avril Lavigne. I did mean Avril Lavigne. Wow. What did you say? Avril Lavigne. Avril Lavigne. Who's Lavigne? Who the fuck's Lavigne? Lavigne. It's me. It's me Welsh neighbour. Right, Gwen. Yeah, right, Gwen. Got fucking fountains down here now. I read it wrong. Fuck up. In my head, I was like Avril Lavigne. That's the only Avril Lavigne song I know, so that's why I went with it. Same. Same. Right. Next question. Like when. And and I don't know if he's will get this, but I'm gonna ask it anyway. What is Madonna's middle name? I know that a real name's like r- really is it like a real long name? I'm not sure, um, I've just got the middle name here. Lewis, what did you say? Pam. Um, Pam. Yeah. Joel, what's your answer? Lewis is froze out. When <laughs> no. <laughs> we have a clue. Do we have the first initial? The first initial is L. Louise. And it's 4 to Lewis. What was the answer? Louise. It's 4 3 to Lewis, though, because I've just got asked. I, I've got my third one a minute ago. We went 3. Yeah, yeah. No, does that know what I said? 4 3. No. All right, I do, apolo- do yeah. apologise. It is 4-3. It is 4-3. Okay, yes. okay. Next question. Brian Jones, Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin, Kurt Cobain, Amy Winehouse are all famous, sing- famous singers that died at the same age. How old were they? 65. Lewis in with the quick answer. 5 3 oh. Lewis. 27. Oh, I was just a guess. 27 there was. Yep. say 65. Yeah. <laughs> Katy Perry. Right, next question. Katy Perry's first iconic hit, I Kissed the Girl, came out in which year? 2009. Lewis, you froze out. Joel, do you have an answer? 2008 and it is 5-4 yes <laughs> okie uh-huh. next question Justin Timberlake wrote what 2002 hit after breaking up with Britney Spears Justin <sighs> Timberlake Keep singing Daniel Bedingfield in my head for some reason. <laughs> I gotta get through this. I gotta get through this. Um, what is his song? I can't think of any of his songs right now. It is a fucking sexy, sexy, sexy back. Crimea River. Crimea oh. River is correct. 
Right, okay. Next question. English singer and songwriter Rory Graham is better known by what stage name? Stormzy. No. Rory Graham. What was the full question again? English singer song and songwriter Rory Graham is better known by what stage name? English. Um, pass. <laughs> did you just what? Did you just pass? <laughs> pass. <laughs> I will give. I will give you. A, I will give you a hint. Yeah. I, right. I will sing a bit of it. A bit of one of his most okay. favorite. I'm only human after all. I'm a bone man. Sam Smith. Rag and bone man. Oh, Sam Smith. Sam Smith. <laughs> oh, Kadok. Fuck Rory Graham. Sam, <laughs> fuck Rory Graham, I love it. Right, oh, Kadok. Next question. Which song spent the longest time as UK number one during 2017? Just, Justin, song. Justin Bieber, Despacito. You're froze out. Lewis, what was your answer? Um, Dell. You're wrong. They're both back in it. Hmm. 2017. 2017. It must, it must be a well. Is it a well-known song? Very well-known song. Very, very well known song. Well, it must be a fucking well known song. It's hit, it, it was UK, it's yeah, the longest that, UK number like, we, one we during 2017. Like, we, we would just sing along to right now. Oh, we could sing along to it. Would you like a hint? Yeah. It is one See, of. Oh, Joel. Um, now I'll take the hint first. Okay, okay. It is one of my lookalikes songs. Cheering. Ed Sheeran. And perfect. Joel, you're froze out. Oh! Ed Sheeran, Lego House. And you're back in. Oh. Ed, Ed Sheeran. Castle on the Hill. Ooh, you're froze out. Oh! Ed Sheeran, thinking out loud. And you're back no! in. No! Is it, what, did he got to get it right? No, he got it wrong. Okay. Ed Sheeran. Sing. And you froze out. <laughs> oh, fucking okay, hell. Ed Sheeran. Um... Get it right, Lewis, because I've got it. I, I think I've got it. Get it right, quick. Pass. Do a pass like me. <laughs> Ed Sheeran. One of his very first songs. Go away, girl. Wrong. Very first songs. How long do you think Ed Sheeran's been about? Ed Sheeran, Supermarket Flowers. Wrong. Oh! <laughs> Would you like a hint? Yeah. He's frozen out anyway. 
he's froze out. He's froze out. You're right. So I'll wait until you're both back. I've got to have a guess first. Yeah, go for it, Lewis. It's sharing. Five years ago. Sharon. Oh, what is it called? Oh, this is so good. I'm, I'm so happy with this. Pass. Pass. All right. So, Joel, you're back in. So, have a hint. The hint is square. Cheering circle. <laughs> Lewis is, Lewis is froze out. Joel, it's all on you. I just don't know why we're going with where we're going with square. Oh my god, really? I'm gonna kick myself so bad if I don't get this because I listen to him all the time. But yeah, is it is it put Ed Sheeran? There ain't even a song called Plus. So. No, that's one of his albums. Yeah. Square. Ed Sheeran. I don't like this game. I don't know. I don't like yeah, I don't, I'm just gonna. I, I'm just gonna say Ed Sheeran. I don't know. Pass. <laughs> Move on. Would you like another hint? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Circle. <laughs> oh, Ed Sheeran, CPU. There we go. <laughs> Love of the shape of you, <laughs> pushing pull like a man. As soon as I as soon as I said square, I was like shape. They're going to get it, and then use it. How did we not get that? The look on the two oh. of your faces was fucking amazing. <laughs> what's so, the um? What's the, doors, what's the score? The score currently is eight four to Lewis. Ooh. Joe, you need to get your head in the game, mate. <laughs> no, I, I think it's because it's four a.m. He's, he's done me dirty and talk, talk for too and, long. And, and he um, the extra point. Yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't take the extra point on actually. Let's play the next question. Okay. <laughs> name the song song lyric. Uh, name the song from the lyric. She played a fiddle in an Irish band, but fell in love with an English man. Galway Don't, girl. Right, Galway girl is correct. I will give you. An extra point if you can tell me which um, Ed Sheeran received a tattoo can uh, because of this song. Can you tell me what was wrong with the tattoo? It was spelled incorrectly. That is correct. It didn't say Galway Girl. It said Galway Grill. Yes, uh, how, how many points am I on now? It's, Is it 86? It's 86. Yeah! <laughs> We're on the way back. Come on. Fix. Which Scottish actor played the 10th Doctor Who? Maybe Tennant. And it's 8-7. Yes, Hello. I'm on the way back. Never yeah. watched it. Um, who played the lead role in the 2001 film Tomb Raider? Lara Croft. What'd you say? I said Lara Croft. 
know that was the character who played who was the, the actress. Lewis, you are froze out. But I'm mad as well. Have a go, please. Um, I know her name, but I just need to. Th- I just need to get it together. Have a timer. Uh, have a timer. Uh, I have to no, we don't have a timer. Have a timer. Um, and Jacqueline. Fine. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to be able. To, I'm Lewis. not going to be able to remember. Right. So do you pass? In a second, dear. <laughs> right. No, look not up. <laughs> No, I'm just thinking my hands are here. I'm just thinking because I know I don't know her name. Lara Croft. Timer out, yeah. Lara Croft. Lara Croft. Right, go on then. You have it, Lewis. I'll Lewis. come back with Alex. Is that Angelina Jolie? And no, it's, it's nine not. seven. Oh, it is. <laughs> oh. oh God. Okay, no. right. What um, is the main ing- right? This is a this is a Scottish question. What is the main ingredient in black pudding? Blood. And it's nine eight. Pig's blood. Um. So, what is the spiciest chili in the world? Reaper. Lionel Reaper. Lewis just took the one. Yeah! <laughs> With the Carolina Reaper. Yeah. It is correct. <laughs> Happy days then. Well, Lewis, you, my friend, have wait, won the wait, quiz. Wait. Well, thank you. Can I just, I just really want to hear his loser's speech. Yeah. Yeah, so the loser's speech is obviously Lewis. You was um, the luckier man. Um, you you was luckier that you you um, obviously you have drafting um, Gareth, who is a great guy, but he's obviously been led on a wrong path by you um, after after your your devastating loss last time out. You've obviously told him to delete our last recording so you can have a second bite at the cherry. And if you want to win that way, fair play to you, Lewis. It's been a pleasure knowing you, but. Um, I'm not coming. I'm not coming back. I've I've had enough of your cheating ways. <laughs> and Lewis, do Lewis, do we have a winner's speech and a response? Kiss my ass. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> we just like to say, you know what I mean. Obviously, some people lose and they just accept it. Sometimes you get still losers, you know. Um, but. Yeah, it is what it is. Um, I think I won fair and square, and he got a bonus point. Um, so actually, kind of wiped the floor of him. But um, <laughs> Jesus Christ! I wish you all the best, and I will see you in the next round when I take the medal home. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, so. so for for context here, right one. Lewis never led me astray anyway. Excuse you, Joel. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) What we will do is the next, we will have Joel on, uh, but long before the season finishes, we are going to have a, I'm going to set up a very, very, very good quiz between the two of them. I will set up a forfeit for each of them to do, well, for the loser to do. Um, 
But mm-hmm. I think what I'm going to do for this quiz is I'm going to take up a bigger segment for it just because it's going to be a tiebreaker and we're going to do three rounds, best of three wins. Eh, like, mm-hmm. so one, like, best of three. So we will get to that. And I am going to put a lot of time and effort into this. And what I want you to, to do is send me over um, like your favourite subjects your favourite things that you are knowledgeable about and I will mash that into a quiz think of it like fucking mastermind right? um, and I will get that through in um, but at that Joel I do apologise for you losing because you did win the last round and you know something yeah. I, I, I mean don't get me wrong I can't lie, inside right now, I'm very happy that Lewis has just won. Mainly, and not because he's bet you, just because, like, when we done the other recording with the other uh, the other guests we have on Ailes, I lost. So I feel like the losing streak has been broken. So I'm quite happy about that. <laughs> but at that, no, I, 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 feel, I do feel bad that you did lose because I feel you should have won. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like we should forget about. Um, I'm not taking it as a loss. I'm taking it as a, a draw because yeah. Lewis is Lewis has never had one up on me like I have in. I've been one up. He's got one one. Fair enough. When I go two one, we'll 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 settle the scores then. But <laughs> I, I had taken it as a loss. I've enjoyed myself tonight. Um, take takeaway was on was on you guys as well, which yeah, is another win for me. Yeah, so definitely, definitely. appreciate that. No, no, definitely. Um, it's on us. It was we have to record because of. I wouldn't say I will fuck up. It was my fuck up. I I run the technical side of things, and it was my fault. So I do apologise about that, and I hope you enjoy the take. You have enjoyed the takeaway. Yeah, it's been fantastic, and uh, the quiz has been the only downfall in the night. And I will pick up on that uh, yeah. next time down yeah. the line. Um, so yeah, happy days. Thank you for having me again. You're, you're very very welcome, mate. Oh, Any time, like I say, welcome. we will get you on very very soon again to uh continue our battle um but i just want to say you've been a great sport thank you so much for freeing up your time to jump on um and honestly mate hope you have a wicked few weeks and uh we'll see you soon um yeah. maybe we'll jump on a live on tiktok so much during the week but yeah no definitely definitely um joel i i feel the exact same way you've been an amazing sport for one agreeing to just come back on and re-record everything you know that especially mm-hmm. we've touched on tonight how you've like your schedule's very busy with your family and all that as well as putting out your content and all that so take note of this you've took out two chunks of your time for us just to have you on here so we do really appreciate that um and yeah, you've no been a, you've been an amazing sport um i've i, I personally have like watched a wee bit more of your content since we last spoke and all that and i've got to say i do i fucking i adore it i love it mate honestly you're doing so well um and i can't see wait to see what you do next honestly um but yeah thank you very much for being on we do really appreciate it no problem thank you very much fellas thank you very much cheers for having me you're very yeah, very it's welcome it's been an man. absolute pleasure and jules i will give you a wee cheers to that my friend honestly <laughs> Cheers. Ah, cheers, cheers, lads. Cheers, fellas. Cheers. Good luck with the rest of your uh, your podcast as well. Oh, cheers, my man. Really Thank appreciate you very that. much. Right, so 
thank you to everyone that has watched and tuned in and listened and basically just listened to us talk a load of shit um, and listened to Joel's story of of his journey through social media and his family. Um, listen, you want to say it? Yeah, I just want to thank you all for tuning in. Like I say, there's more to come, but I just want to be say a massive big shout out to Joel freeing up time to coming on, learn a bit more about him, his his crazy family, and and the crazy content that he does. But for now, guys, peace out. Thank you all for tuning in, and we'll see you soon. Yeah, definitely. We will see you soon. If there's anyone you want to see on, anything you want to see us do, any questions you want to give to the quiz, send them in. Uh, and you can find all of Joel's socials down below. Uh, go and give him a follow. You've seen today that he is, well, you've seen, you've heard that he is a great guy. Go and give his content a watch, and we will see you next time. Thanks very much. Peace, Peace out. Bye.